Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This is Beauty and the Beta. And we will make America great again. I'd like to begin by addressing the heinous attack on the United States Capitol. Like all Americans, I am outraged by the violence, lawlessness, and mayhem. America is and must always be a nation of law and order. Now, tempers must be cooled and calm restored. Congress has certified the results. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. I know you are disappointed. Our incredible journey is only just beginning. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. This moment calls for healing and reconciliation. To the citizens of our country, serving as your president has been the honor of my lifetime. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. You are fake news. Boom, these explosions of bullshit. Very fake news. We love you. You're very special. It's the most uh, goddamn faggy thing you ever seen. I agree with that. All right, America, go to the YouTube right now. Skag free, whoever he is. Get your clothes, fascist ass out of here! You are a terrific team on all counts. Big ups to Rebecca for keeping Matt woke. <laughs> I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show, frankly. The best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Uh, barely. Oh, Stress- yeah. Sorry, guys stressful start and I, don't, I still don't understand what the deal is it's like everything's fine and then as soon as we start the stream you go to like 140p on the resolution and then it fixes itself so i don't know it doesn't matter the world ends tomorrow or within the next week <laughs> anyway so our little tech problems are uh, going to be the least of our concerns we're 10 days into 2021 already reminiscing about 2020 remember back to the good old days with coronavirus and lockdowns and uh everyone either ignoring or celebrating riots instead of saying they're the worst thing to hit this country since 9-11 or, or whatever the rhetoric is of the week those days are uh they're now over they're now long gone it's time for a shirtless viking guy to raid the capital and government and big tech to collude to revoke your rights everyone talks about unity well simultaneously seizing every opportunity to drive the division wedge further And now we're talking about impeachment too. Nancy Pelosi has given Mike Mm -hmm. Pence a 24 hour ultimatum to invoke the 25th amendment to remove Trump or she's working on impeachment articles. The sequel come morning. And we got to build an entirely new internet (laughs) to boot. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? Fantastic start to the year. We're going to go through all the week's insanity uh, the Capitol raid, of course, Twitter banning Trump, the rest of the social media purge, Democrats gearing up for that impeachment, 
by the way, Republicans lost the Senate this week. That <laughs> you you kind of forget about that one. It got buried in all the rest of the nonsense. Oh. Uh, so we'll go through all of that in as much deal as we uh, in as much detail as we can, of course. Plus, uh, stories that would be more significant in any other week. Jacob Blake, the the cops in the Jacob Blake case, no charges. Not surprising. Oh yeah. But it is confirmed he had a knife on him. Doesn't matter. Media still run with the claim that he was unarmed. In a related story, Kyle Rittenhouse was spotted at a bar wearing a free as fuck T-shirt. So, yeah, good good for him. I guess he earned that beer, uh, which he did have, reports say. Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler gets heckled and allegedly punched by a left-wing mob harassing him at a restaurant. Did you see any videos of this punch? Because I was just waiting waiting for the punch and I got totally blue balled. There's just nothing there. As far as I understand, there's no video of the punch, just the heckling pre-show. Yeah, fine. It's still worth a watch. We'll check it out. And then in a hoax hate case in LA, the Twitter mob gets a man fired for supposedly attacking a black woman at a Trump stop the steal rally protest. Turns out he did the opposite. He was actually helping her. But as far as I understand, as of this hour, he still remains fired by his employer, Toyota. And then some Mm. surprise cringe to close. And we will uh, check in with Super Chats on YouTube, Streamlabs, and DLive as well. Ten bucks and up on the Sunday show because we are no good low-down money grabbers. It will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Remember, you can find everything show-related and support the show over on the website. That's mattchristensenmedia.com. One of the many things we have featured over on the website is special deals from friendly listener-owned businesses, of course. This week's feature business is our friends over at Hero Soap Company. Do you love freedom? Do you love being clean? Then you'll love Hero Soap Company, made in the USA, chemical and fragrance-free, A portion of each purchase donated to veteran and first responder charities. Initial subscription purchase is matched bar for bar and sent overseas to deploy troops. Let freedom clean. Hero Soap Company. Well, if you're looking to smell great for the Boogaloo, or if you're just looking to invest in a currency that'll certainly hold more value than the U.S. dollar, bars of soap will be great bargaining chips in the new world. (laughs) Try our friends at uh, Hero Soap Company. When you buy Hero Soap, not only do you get a great smelling all natural product, not only do you support our military service members, not only do bald eagles circle you in admiration for your patriotism, but when you subscribe, Hero sends you soap straight to your doorstep each and every month so you never have to remember to buy it at the store again. Hero offers 10% off all its products using promo code MCLISTENER. That's promo code MC listener for 10% off at Hero Soap Company. Find everything you need from Hero Soap Company, plus other great deals from the rest of our friendly listener-owned businesses like Charity Swipes, Phoenix Ammunition, Sonoran Defense Technologies, and more. That's mattchristensenmedia.com slash deals. Deals for listeners by listeners. We had a, uh, a meetup, listener meetup in Kansas City nice. as well. I can't tell, but this looks... Like a Buffalo Wild Wings to me? What do you think? Yeah, maybe. Or a generic sports bar. Yeah, who knows? But uh, if it is a B-dubs, excellent choice. I, uh, I'm chick with a good beard. All right. All right. Well done. Solid representation. And mm-hmm. I, I'm just hoping maybe they have uh, B-dubs in the gulags. I know that's optimistic. I know that's wishful thinking. I but... don't think we're still going to get Buffalo Wild Wings when we're <laughs> enslaved by the New World Order. One can hope. Maybe they'll throw us a bone. 
Anyway, if you'd uh, if you'd like to meet fellow listeners of the show, well, uh, the internet and email and all those things are still allowed. Check out the uh, community page on the website, mattchristensenmedia.com slash community. You can make friends who uh, can watch your six when things get a little difficult. Uh, slash community to meet fellow friends and listeners of the show. All right. Normally, I like to uh, hop into some silly quick news and have a little fun. This week is so insane that there's really no time for that. So we'll hop right into the Capitol Raid recap. And I, the story is so deep, I can't go all the way back. We're not going to start at Trump's speech and then the march over to the Capitol and then the breach of the Capitol and all that. I'm going to assume that everybody is generally familiar with the lead up and the general events. So there's the stop the steal rally. Trump speaks and he kind of outlines the case for why he believes the election was fraudulent or procedurally flawed. This typical stuff that we've heard, right? And then, uh, and then everything goes haywire and you have the shirtless Viking man sitting in uh, Mike Pence's seat among other excellent pieces of photography on the day. Yeah. So, we won't go through, go through all of that, but when I do want to tie up loose ends and I want to start with the deaths, starting with this Ashley Babbitt death. This was the shooting death. Capitol police shot uh, Ashley Babbitt uh, is the woman's name. And Ashley Babbitt was a uh, she was a 35 year old Air Force veteran from San Diego uh, per her social media. She described herself as a libertarian Trump supporter, as well as a follower of QAnon. She was a frequent retweeter Ugh. of Lynn Wood and Michael Flynn. Is QAnon too far for you? No, QAnon is a boomer psyop. Mm. Uh, I, I, you know, I just think I just think it's retarded for the most part. It's cringe. It's embarrassing. It only appeals to people that are fifty and above. I don't know why she was into it. Have you ever heard a coherent theory from QAnon? I can't say I've been the closest Q follower. So I wouldn't be able to say uh, I wouldn't be able to say legit or not. I know they don't like satanic pedophiles. So uh, perhaps we could agree on that much. But That's true. I don't know how they were I all don't... over the WikiLeaks thing. I'll give QAnon that. All right. So she follows QAnon. She retweets Linwood all the time. She retweets Michael Flynn all the time. There are a variety of angles of what happened to her. The best one I've seen shows all of these uh, raiders urging Capitol Police or other security, I assume they're Capitol Police, on the scene, they want them to leave the door that they're trying to, to breach. And as far as I understand, this is the last door before they could get to the House or Senate chambers. Uh, the police they're talking to actually then oblige and leave, and they start busting through the door, at which point one guy in the mob sees a gun pointing kind of on the side of the door they're about to enter, starts yelling, gun, gun, gun. Ashley Babbitt starts jumping through the broken door, and that's when the shot takes place. Now, obviously, I can't show you the shooting itself, but this was the best angle that I saw of the events leading up to the shooting. We want you to go home. I'm recording, and there's so many people. It's just they're going to push their way up here. So they're trying to convince the cops to leave. I don't want to see you get hurt. I just, we, will make a, we will make a path dead ass. Like, we don't want... That's what I'm saying. We'll make a path, bro. Please, just let us make a path. We and they start busting through
Okay, and he's about to shoot. Shot takes place right about that moment, and this is a different angle. She's on the right-hand side of that frame. Gun would be on your left-hand side of this frame, and she's climbing through that broken glass. That's when he shoots her in the neck. There's additional footage that you can see of the aftermath. Can't show that stuff. So it was confirmed she was shot in the neck. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can see the wound in a lot of the... the uh, it was hard various- to tell really where the wound was. I thought maybe it was blood that was coming out of her mouth. I I actually couldn't tell. I couldn't confirm from the video footage. I guess, the next. I guess the stuff I haven't seen is that clean, but it's, it's clear that she's got blood coming from her neck yeah. face area. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So some things to note about the Ashley Babbitt shooting here. Uh, obviously she was unarmed. Okay. Uh, it's just property. I'm told these are fantastic uh, justifications and or reasons why a shoot is unjustified. It's just property. She was only harming property. Uh, the police officer you'll notice pointed a gun for quite some time at the door. This is solid 10, 15, maybe 20 seconds where he's just pointing a gun at that door. And it's hard to tell. I, I don't hear that officer giving a lot of orders. So I want, I can't say he didn't cause there's so much chaos going on there that I can't hear it, but I, I don't see him clearly communicating with the people trying to breach the door. Uh, that, so not a lot of commands given by that cop, at least, although other cops were, um, those other officers to whom they were speaking, there were other cops in the area, but those officers were there too. Uh, they appear to have left the scene voluntarily. And then there were other officers behind her, all of whom probably could have stopped her from breaching that door without shooting her. Again, is this me saying that Ashley Babbitt did nothing wrong, that there was nothing wrong with what she was doing? No. She continued breaking into the building despite police warnings, according to witnesses. Uh, I just think it's odd that none of these arguments that typically apply to say a police shoot is bad and unjustified seem to apply in this case. Nobody seems to care about this particular one. Nothing but crickets. Also, who shot her? The as far as I you were telling me there is an ID, but I haven't seen an ID publicly on the guy. Is there? I have not seen a public ID, but I you can see the guy's hands and he's black. He's clearly black. Oh, it's, so it's a race issue confirmed. Confirmed. He. I mean, <laughs> unless he's wearing dark gloves, that dude is black. Can you imagine if the shoe was on the other foot? It's just hmm. this is insane to me. Um, unarmed person, a, a black shooter. It's like I don't see a bunch of white people rioting now. How bad is it? Well, it's bad enough that uh, Sean King has become a sudden and unexpected example of integrity. <laughs> That's how bad. You know, it's kind of bad if even Sean King is saying, yeah, uh, even for me, the king of hypocrisy and inconsistency and outright lies. Even a man whose whole identity is an outright lie is saying, ah, that, that one's kind of bad. Now, Sean King started a Twitter thread explaining his thoughts. Uh, it, it goes on, but the, the first tweet reads, I'm going to say something wildly unpopular in my circles. I've watched every video I can find of the Capitol Police shooting, uh, Capitol Police shooting a Trump supporter, Ashley Babbitt. It's a bad shooting. Three police officers were behind her and should have stopped her themselves. She was unarmed. There is an investigation underway. Uh, Michael Sherwin, U.S. attorney for D.C., has launched a federal excessive force investigation into Babbitt's death. Uh, The officer who shot her, as I mentioned, is not yet publicly identified but put on leave this week pending investigation. A Justice Department spokesperson tells the New York Times the investigation is routine standard proce- uh, procedure when an officer uses lethal force. So just the fact that there's an investigation should not be taken to 
as an indicator that there's going to be some sort of punishment or anything like that. It's too early. Um, but the investigation will establish whether the officer used excessive force given the circumstances. The you other- know, I'm, I'm seeing everybody just rejoice on the left about this Ashley Babbitt thing. I'm seeing this, this story that she was such a crazy bitch and that she was had all these priors, nonviolent priors, and that she was harassing her new husband's ex-wife and all this stuff. No one gave a fuck when George Floyd pointed a gun at a pregnant woman's stomach to rob her. Nobody gave Correct. a shit. That was irrelevant information. And everybody's like, I'm so glad this bitch is dead because she was a, a psycho. She was unarmed. She had police behind her. Sean King is ended up ending up being a white ally. Imagine that. Um, it, it's, this is, this is hypocrisy of the highest order. And the average person has to, has to see this, right? Right. One, one would hope, but I don't think so. Cause I've seen the uh, grave dancing that's all over Twitter right now. And I, and I say this again, I, I want to hear from that cop too. As far as that cop knows, there's a crazy mob about to storm the last door before he gets into Congress, before they get into the congressional, uh, or the house and Senate galleries or the house and Senate floor. I get it. There's another side of this story. I, I don't want to come off as saying Ashley Babbitt is a saint who did nothing wrong. And, and this cop is clearly a murderer. It's complex. We're going to have an investigation. We'll get to the bottom of it. But the hypocrisy, this might not even be the top two or three pieces of hypocrisy coming out of this story. It's insufferable. It's it's infuriating. And we'll get to the, to the rest of it. But yeah, suddenly the people who uh, <laughs> the, the, the people of the progressive left who never miss an opportunity to hate on cops, no matter what they do, this is the one time they're all about the cops. And this lady clearly deserved to be executed on the spot. Enough said. It may, this amazing is just like how Charlottesville, just... how, how they created the situation where we would fall into this trap and then they'd be able to use it to um, to have another Patriot Act or something. Oh, and this this is going to be we'll get to the political consequences. Ooh, you thought Charlottesville yeah. was consequential. That's going to be nothing compared to the consequences yeah. on this one. Yeah. But as far as everybody dancing on her grave, like I was supposed to give two shits about Heather Heyer. I, everybody was like, oh, you're such a bad person. You don't care about this Heather Heyer character. And now everybody's straight up rejoicing. I didn't say I'm happy she's dead. I just didn't care. Some like, of us might say they're both bad outcomes. But, <laughs> some of us, not me. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Some Let's of, talk about this fire extinguisher guy. Well, yeah, I mean, so tell I didn't me, see any... I didn't see yeah. any footage of this, but I'm I'm also highly skeptical. I mean, they're yeah. saying that five people died. That's that's bullshit. Three were unrelated medical emergencies. Do we have any clarity on those? I've seen almost no reporting on them. I've seen no reporting on it, but uh, the police report says like three of the deaths were in um, medical emergencies around the Capitol. I'm like, do these people just have fucking heart attacks or something like that? Like in the yeah. Capitol area? And it's and it has nothing to do with any of this. And they're calling it a related death. And even this um, and, one, and, and, even with the, the one with the Capitol police officer allegedly bludgeoned with a fire extinguisher, we have the Capitol police statement on what happened, but almost no other I evidence. have no information. And there were so many people there filming. I just don't believe this happened in the way that they're saying. So all we really have is the um, report from the Capitol Police. So th- this guy, Sicknick, um, he died in the hospital on Thursday night from injuries, quote, sustained while physically engaging with the protesters. That's very specific, pointed language. While physically engaging with the protesters, not as a result of being attacked by protesters, while physically engaging with them. So it sounded like he Hmm. was a part of the altercation if this was a result of the altercation. Um, 
Citing law enforcement sources, the New York Times said he was struck with a fire extinguisher during the rampage. He returned to his division office and collapsed. The death is being investigated by the Metropolitan PD's homicide branch, Capitol Police, and the U.S. Attorney's Office in Washington, which opened a federal murder probe. Okay. So Um, presumably the truth will come out. But um, I, I just I have no reason to doubt the Capitol Police. I have no reason to say that that's not real or fake or something. The only thing I find odd is given that every single person had a, a phone out that was taking footage or taking photos that none of this got captured, apparently. Or you Even if yeah. mainstream outlets don't want to show that because it's gruesome or graphic, a lot of the time that makes it to the darker corners of the internet. And maybe it's out there. If, if people have seen that sort of information, please send it my way. I don't if say that. To s- there, it definitely would have been circulated in our spheres. There's hmm. just no way out there. Okay. Well, that story is, uh, you know, there, there are a few examples of, of fights going, not a few, there are lots of examples of fights going on with Capitol police. So it's not implausible that this happened as it's being described. There is another stretch that's going on, though, with an apparent suicide by a Capitol Police officer yesterday or over the weekend. Yeah, it it was Officer Howard Liebengood. He was 51. He died while off duty on Saturday, which the United States Capitol Police announced in a statement. Uh, Two sources told the AP that he took his own life. Um, and the, the Capitol police has not disclosed a cause of death. They just released a statement saying that they were sad and everything. Uh, and they have made no suggestion that Lieben Good's death had anything to do with last week's riots at the Capitol. So, you know, um, who knows, who knows why he killed himself? Who knows what was going on in his personal life? Who knows if, if maybe he was just afraid of the fate of the country or ashamed at how he had been involved in something like that. I mean, I also saw no evidence that he was at the Capitol right, we don't involved even know. in any of these riots. Yeah, we don't know that he was there or not. But this is being they're running with this on Twitter, too, to connect that. To it's say that- highly speculative. And everything that I just said is highly speculative. Who knows? His wife might have been banging somebody else a, a million reasons to do something like this yeah. there's no evidence that this is at all related to anything that happened this week okay okay so it as it murdered. stands we have we have five deaths which would be ashley babbitt uh the the capitol police officer hit by the fire extinguisher three as of yet undescribed health emergencies and then we have this tangentially potentially tangentially related suicide that's those are the yeah. deaths that they're going with Now, I want to get into many claims made Wednesday, or at least about what happened on Wednesday, that this was all the result of Antifa provocation, combination of Antifa provocation and police enabling it to happen. I personally think that a lot of those claims are being taken a little bit too far, but that's not to say that there's no evidence for any of that stuff. Uh, Here is some footage of supposed Antifa agitators inciting violence or initiating violence and destruction and um, others trying to stop them. There was a young lady who Oops, wrong run- clip. Trying to we want you to go home. Uh, oh, you know what? I forgot that guy. I forgot to play this. Back it up a minute. This was a witness to the Ashley Babbitt shooting. Oh, yeah, just to, sorry. I forgot to play him, but this was a witness to the Ashley Babbitt shooting who described exactly what he saw. There was a young lady who rushed through the windows. A number of police and secret service were saying, get back get down, get out of the way. She didn't heed the call. And as we kind of raced up to grab people and pull them back, they shot her in the neck and she fell back on me and started saying she was fine. It's cool. And then she started kind of 
like moving weird and blood was coming out of her mouth and neck and nose and I don't know if she's alive or dead anymore. And how did you get back out of the building? Uh, riot, riot police came in and started ushering us out with their, their sticks. Where stuff. did you enter the building and where did you exit? Other side with the scaffolding. We tore through the scaffolding through flashbangs and tear gas. Do you need any help at all? EMS is right there. I'm not injured. I was, it could have been me, but she went in first. It Please was one of us. It was a joke to them until we got inside and then all of a sudden guns came out. But I mean, we're, we're at a point now it can't be allowed to stand. We have to do something. People have to do something because this could be you or your kids. Thank you, Tom. Okay, when he says it was a joke to them, he's referring to members of Congress and Capitol Police. And he's saying they, they yeah. didn't treat it seriously until all of a sudden we're there and they start pointing guns, is what he's describing. Okay, so now to get back to the point of pro potential provocation, here are some of the clips circulating about what is claimed to be Antifa provocateurs starting this whole thing, getting this whole thing going or plotting to get this whole thing going. Here's some of that evidence. This video taken by NTD's on-the-ground reporters shows Trump supporters trying to stop the people smashing windows of the Capitol building and calling them Antifa. You can hear them saying, anyone who does this is not with us. It appears other protesters grab his leg and pull him down to stop him from breaking the window. Other videos show pro-Trump protesters booing those breaking in and calling them Antifa. This video appears to show them trying to stop the people smashing windows and shoving them towards the police. Zach Voorhees, a former Google employee turned whistleblower, recorded a video of a Trump supporter who left the rally after things turned violent. He claims he overheard a plot to make Trump supporters look bad. They were dressed as Trump supporters, but I could tell by their conversation that they were looking to do, and I heard him say, we got to shake this up so that these people look bad. And I saw them break a window on the Capitol. Yeah, I don't okay. doubt it. Did you hear about this? Um, I think he was with the the guy with the hairy chest. You know, uh, he's been ID'd as Aaron Mostovsky, and he's his father's name is Shlomo Mostovsky. He's a prominent modern <laughs> Orthodox figure in Brooklyn. He's a okay. judge. I'm supposed to believe that this guy is a pro-Trump advocate storming the Capitol. Like, well, a, a few things. There are I, there are Antifa ID'd in that crowd. Like they they straight their yeah. Straight but does that mean that the whole thing is an Antifa provocation project? No, or, but all you need is yeah. a few people. Well, first to the point on the um, the police. There are also plenty of clips to that point of police either standing by as people enter the Capitol or removing barriers to help them enter the Capitol. Uh, the police sources that that I hear, including this former chief of the Capitol uh, police, says that's because police were outnumbered by the mob and attempts to fight back would have uh, been bad for police and bad for the mob. I think you can read through this article in his commentary and they talk about ways in which the police were under under prepared. Uh, they were outmanned. They didn't have riot gear. They were just in plain police uniform, among other uh, lack of uh, lack uh, pieces of lack of preparation. So I think the more important question is why why weren't they prepared better? Rather than why did they get out of the way? It seems like there was a serious lack of oversight here. And if you, uh, a lot of people have noted there, uh, the DC um, mayor and other people who are in oversight over this specifically reduced police presence or sought to reduce police presence beforehand. So I understand why this lends itself 
to some of the uh, more conspiracy oriented thinking. Cause a lot of the pieces, Did, isn't there. there a video of them opening the doors? There are, there are various pieces of video of them op- opening doors, moving uh, barriers, simply standing aside. But for every one this of those, is exactly pieces, what they did in Charlottesville though. Exactly. Yeah, and we've fallen into the trap. But for every one of those pieces of footage, I can show you a corresponding one with police physically fighting them, you know? So it's not, it's not as simple as them just standing by and letting it happen. Although this there is are, definitely what they wanted. It's definitely what they wanted. I don't know. I mean, people make the argument, but, um, but whatever, whatever the case, police were not prepared to handle this, no doubt. And uh, as to whether Antifa agitated to me, perhaps, perhaps they did. Perhaps there are provocateurs in that crowd. However, it doesn't explain the volume of the crime. It doesn't explain the volume of the people who committed crime within the Capitol. The thing I could believe is if you had a provocateur break down a window and enter, and then a bunch of people following later, see everybody going in and think it's fine to go in and then go in. And maybe there was some of that going on too, but there were plenty of crimes committed by pro Trump people. It's not as though Antifa dressed as Trump people were the only ones committing crimes. And we have a series oh, no, of arrests I don't that have doubt gone that. But we also have to think about the gravity of the crimes. Like when we look at Black Lives Matter, just looting and rioting, destroying statues, destroying artwork, these people went in there and they were, they were kind of silly, you know? This is just like such a white person riot. They're like, oh, let's break in the Capitol and run around and take pictures and make everyone scared. But they didn't really do that much damage. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like this was a violent riot and all these people are horrible domestic terrorists. They're just like, you know, they just did it for the laws. Did you hear AOC this morning? I don't have the clip, but AOC this morning said that (laughs) they nearly killed half the house. I wish. God. (laughs) Well, there's nothing... You, you say these people weren't serious. I've never seen a more serious face than uh, so-called Q shaman Jake Angeli, who was arrested in, I think, Phoenix. Uh, yeah. he, he was arrested. All of these guys were charged with similar charges. So um, entering, knowingly entering a restricted building, violent entry, disorderly conduct. Adam Johnson, the guy who stole Nancy Pelosi's lectern, he has been uh, detained as well. Richard Barnett, this guy who had his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. He's been arrested and charged as well. And I understand uh, the temptation to go down some of the conspiracy channels here because the pieces don't make a lot of sense. Uh, But careful how far you go. This was the greatest clip of the weekend as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Alex Jones has had too much of the Q tinfoil, okay? Alex Jones is calling out the Q people for their nonsensical tinfoil. He took a, a, a Q call recently i think it was uh, over the weekend and had this to say you broke all that we know that i'm saying q tells us stuff and all of its lies is what i'm saying you keep you keep interrupting me because dude. you're lying because you're full of shit that's why because every god thing goddamn thing out of you people's mouths doesn't come true and it's always oh there's energy and oh now we're done with trump you said he was the messiah you said he was invincible you said it was all over they were all going to get mo now oh he's part of a larger thing of q i will not suffer your q people after this i knew what you were day one and i know what you are now and i'm sick of it i'm sick of all these witches and warlocks and pumpkin popsums and everything <laughs> Sorry. Bye bye, Q. I can't talk to you anymore. Jesus Lord help me. Just oh careful. God, we're how gonna far have a Chris Farley situation on our hands here <laughs> soon. Yay. Yeah. Okay, 
I want to talk a little bit about the ethics of all of this, the philosophy of all of this. This is one thing that we talked a lot about on Wednesday with the call in show, because I've been really frustrated with two takes here that relate to the idea of when are we justified? When is or would this sort of thing be justified? We've been talking about that for a year or two as everyone predicts this sort of civil conflict. It's not hard to predict. The thing that drives me nuts is saying that this is um, shocking or unprecedented or, or something like that, as though anybody with a brain who's been watching the events of the last year had a hard time predicting something like this happening. So obviously, I'm incredibly frustrated with that narrative on the left, that this is some sort of unique event that was shocking and nobody could see coming. OK, you guys have been normalizing violence for the better part of a year and even before that. You don't get to be shocked about violence when you've normalized violence. You've legitimized it. You've set set it as precedent. That's what happens when you do that. On the other side of this, from the right, there is a corresponding narrative that says um, this is never okay, or violence is never okay, or what ha- what happened is never okay. And clearly, to me, that's not the case either. At least taken as an absolute statement. We had a revolutionary war in this country, uh, and most everyone agrees that it was justified. So the question is, how and when are these sorts of things justified? There was a a tweet from Quarter Black Garrett, uh, producer over at uh, Crowder's show, that I thought was pretty insightful on this topic. If you actually believed that violence of any kind was never justified or you're against violence of any kind you would happily surrender your gun to the state. Why would you ever need it? Violence of any kind is unjustified. So the question is, like I said, how and how and when? And I want to thank uh, emailers who helped me think through this question this week too and and really nail down some principles about how this ought to operate. So if we agree that it was justified in the Revolutionary War context, that the United States was justified in taking that action and yes, committing violence or destruction... Uh, let's go back to that example. What, what can we learn from that example about why we view it as justified? We got to look at those how and why questions. And you'll notice the questions of how and why are exactly what the declaration lays out. So up top, the declaration lays out its philosophy that we're all familiar with on, on what a legitimate and moral government is. And then you scroll down and what does it list? 27 or so reasons why the King of England has violated those principles. And of course the declaration wasn't signed until the revolutionary war had kind of already kicked off, but you get the point here. This kick, the, the rev, the uh, declaration provides us with specific reasons why, and it gives the opposition a formal opportunity to consider and respond. And I think to me, that is what is lacking on Wednesday. There is no organization or was no organization. There was no clarity. There was no opportunity to respond. If you want to do it, if you want to say that our government has abdicated its role or abandoned its role in upholding our our rights, our natural rights to life, liberty, and property, or life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, I think that argument is pretty credible at this point. But the question of how you do it, I think there's a moral obligation to be specific in your reasoning, list your grievances, exhaust all op- exhaust all other options before you pursue it. And in all likelihood, that's probably what would happen here. If we went to Nancy Pelosi or incoming President Joe Biden with a list of 27 grievances like these and said, these will be addressed 
or we're out. Yeah. They would laugh in our faces. But the point is you fulfilled that moral obligation to exhaust that option. You sought their mutual consent and they declined. Uh, yes, but I think that, that that is the problem here. We have, um, we've been reduced to this. First of all, I, I reject that anybody committed any violent act. This was not political violence. This was political destruction light. I, well, I still think property crimes, physical property crimes like that are violence, but it's not the same as kill. Well, I have to reject that point too, because I'm going to take the police, the the claim on the Capitol police as legitimate. He was the fire attacked. extinguisher. Yeah. Okay. In that case that that would obviously be political violence. Um, but you know, the, the moral obligation that we had was to seek to air our grievances through the, through the voting process and through our local politics and things like that. We have exhausted virtually every opportunity that we have to do this through those means. And people feel like we have no other options. I don't have a moral problem at all with what happened here, but this does infuriate me one, because it's embarrassing. I was embarrassed to see this because it didn't make politicians afraid. I want Nancy Pelosi to be afraid that someone's going to kill her. That would stop these people. Down goes that the stream. That would stop these people. No, and I don't want anybody to commit violence against her, but these politicians should be afraid of the people. Yeah, they, yeah. they definitely should. They have no fear that there's going to be a legitimate uprising that's going to put them in their place. And that is a major problem yeah. politicians of past eras they thought if i go too far out of line if i mess up people's lives on it like their everyday lives too much if i tax them too much if they if they can't put bread on the table they'll come for me they'll come for my family they're going to kill me there was just this underlying fear that you weren't safe if you did the wrong thing if you didn't represent the constituents politicians have a total disconnect this thing with french laundry and gavin newsom they these people they don't it's not that they don't know how normal people live they don't give a fuck. They don't care about us. They don't care about our lives. Um, it's just incredible to me. So the reason that I disagree with what they did is that this was disorganized and it was embarrassing. It was just like a bunch of people going in, you know, for, for the laws and for their social media accounts to like smear poop on the walls or whatever the fuck they did and take pictures in Nancy Pelosi's chair. It's like, do they actually do, you do that? I've seen a few I heard references they did. I don't know. Oh I, I heard they did. I haven't seen any pictures, but it's like, <laughs> okay. do we have a plan or are we just an angry mob? Um, yeah. On the, on the other hand, uh, we have watched the left make just sweeping generalizations about our side while allowing Black Lives Matter to commit legitimate violent acts um, in every city. And uh, and we have support, just like that guy said in the video, like we have backed the police, we've supported the police, and and now they're going to come and they're going to do this to us and abandon us in this way. And there's an excellent video of Baked Alaska um, talking to one of the cops and he's like, you're a fucking oath breaker. You're an oath breaker. And I was thinking like, that that is so true. You know, we gave up a lot in these last four years, we gave up. Uh, we gave up jobs. We gave up personal relationships. We really put our lives on the line to support Trump. We drastically changed our lives, and everybody feels abandoned. They feel abandoned by the system. They feel abandoned by the police. They feel abandoned by Trump. So I feel the rage. I understand the rage. But if we're gonna do stuff like this, we gotta get organized. This was a disaster. Yeah, it's interesting because I, I think that we're making two arguments that are part of the same process or the same approach to me the moral consideration was lacking yeah but that but that's not the only argument here you're making a tactical argument that specifics yeah. and organization would be tactically superior 
And I agree with that. I think it's beneficial in both ways. If you state it out, if you sit down and organize, here is the legitimate basis for government. Here is the way in which you are organizing it. You will respond to this. And if you don't, we're out. That, that is the sort of specific thing that I think satisfies what I'm looking for morally and what you're looking for tactically. I mean, I guess the question we should be asking one another is, do you think that as a group, as a movement, that we have fulfilled our moral obligation to try all nonviolent means? No, I don't. I don't. What else do you think we could do? I think it needs this formal statement. I think it needs a declaration, too. They're just going to tell us to fuck off. I know, but you still have to do it. You still you still have to seek that mutual consent before you abandon it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like, like, what are we supposed to do now? And I think that this, I'm, I'm hearing a lot, my precious Armstrong and Getty have just pushed out on this so badly. It's so disappointing. <laughs> I heard them say yesterday on their show, um, or Friday that there is never a reason to engage in political violence. And I was thinking that is so stupid. That is the, the dumbest. There's never a reason to engage in political violence, like at all. What do you do if the government takes all, decides to seize the means of production? Correct. So you, yeah. you can't it's, engage it's, in political clearly violence. Clearly that absolute is not correct. It, of course it's not. But what we do need to define when it is and is not appropriate. And I think yeah. at this stage, um, we probably do have more stuff that we need to try, I guess. <laughs> I, ju- I think we need to get specific. I think you need to get specific and organized. Yeah. yeah I'm not saying that the the spirit of rebellion is unjustified, but this sort of mob justice like that is is it it's it's not moral and it's not uh tactically advantageous in the way you're describing it's it's doomed for failure that sort of approach you've got to get specific you got to have some leadership Uh, maybe it lacks that at this point um and i have no faith in american institutions obviously uh however i'm hearing a lot of people say like we are going to abandon the republican party and I don't really want to do that either because then we lose the opportunity to put somebody in that really is our guy, not in the way that Donald Trump was like the best possible solution for a weird time in history, but somebody that really fundamentally understands our situation and is one of us. Um, We will lose that opportunity if we abandon the party and the Democrats will just get more and more power. I'm just about done with the Republican Party and I only really had one foot in that door anyway. (laughs) So we'll get to that in a minute. The way the rest of the objections to the Electoral College rant was um, handled, absolute botchery that enraged me. Uh, We'll Mm -hmm. get to that when we talk about the Georgia runoffs in a minute. Continuing down the political trail here, whether what happened on Wednesday was some sort of pre-planned provoked action or whether it was simply impassioned foolishness by the Trump mob, like we're describing, there is no doubt, as you mentioned, referencing Charlottesville, what happened here will be politically advantageous for the Democrats and the Democrats don't need any more motivation to capitalize on political opportunity. Um, Consider the effects that this, uh, that this had this uh, raid on Wednesday, the debate, on certifying the Electoral College vote and the speeches on objection were practically erased. Yes, many senators uh, and congressmen still did object, but many Republicans bucked under pressure. And the case uh, that was made by the, the those who did object was totally overshadowed by the day's event. So the case was not really effectively made. Did they have new things to offer? I don't know. The point is, we didn't get to hear much of it. The legitimization of Trump as a dictator or a tyrant, a man who sends his fascist mob after those with whom he disagrees. They get that. 
wrongly or rightly. As we'll get to in a moment, a plausible license to advance all their political priorities, crack down on dissident speech, guns, all that stuff. And then the pretext to ban not just Trump off social media, but pro-Trump, pro-Trump influential people as well. And it's only going to increase the, um, they also got enough pressure to get Trump to concede the race. And it is also the pretext for impeachment too, which is now a democratic priority. So on concession, um, Thursday on Thursday, Trump conceded the race announcing he will no longer fight the results. Uh, and the Biden administration will take power on January 20th. Here's what Trump had to say. I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack on the United States Capitol. Like all Americans, I am outraged by the violence, lawlessness, and mayhem. America is and must always be a nation of law and order. Now tempers must be cooled and calm we You don't like law and now order. Now Congress has certified the results. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. Serving as your president has been the honor of my lifetime. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. We aren't a nation of law and order because they don't apply the law equally as we're going to see when all of these people that were in the Capitol get the book thrown at them for minor crimes. Yeah. Well, and the thing that's infuriating that we wouldn't even get into, I was talking about this last video, but the idea that these guys were treated, these guys were treated uh, kindly, but Black Lives Matter has been just harassed and abused all year. (laughs) That is so preposterous. And as far as your list of conveniences is concerned, outside of impeachment too, which I don't think they were going to be able to do or had the appetite for, I think all of this stuff would have happened anyway. That's fair. They they find a way to pursue these things whether or not this happens. I agree. I think that they will pursue the or they will um, more easily persuade the normie crowd after the fact that these are good things to do than they would have otherwise. But do they care? Do they care about persuading people or do they just want to do things by force? Yeah, fair question. And of course, they clearly want to do things by force. Trump, uh, Trump conceding the race is nowhere near good enough for Democrats. Of course, the pressure is now on Mike Pence to invoke the 25th Amendment, which would allow the vice president and a majority of the cabinet to declare the president unfit and have the vice president take power. I've seen previous reports that Pence would not do that. But yesterday, CNN and others are reporting that Pence has not ruled out the option saying Pence wants to preserve the option in case Trump becomes more unstable. But um, this CNN report is, of course, quoting an unnamed source close to Pence. So take it with uh, with a grain of salt. Democrats are not going to wait very long for Pence, though. Nancy Pelosi has given Pence a 24-hour ultimatum. He needs to invoke the 25th (laughs) Amendment by tomorrow, or she's going to move on with impeachment too. Congressman Ted Lieu Yesterday announced there are 180 co-sponsors for a newly drafted um, article of impeachment to be introduced during Monday's House session. And there is, you might be wondering, I was not clear on this. I I thought that this was just pure spite. Like, why are they doing this with 10 days to go? What's the deal with this? It's not. Oh, no, he'll lose. He'll lose a lot of stuff. He'll lose his pension. Yeah. Well, first, first and foremost, if they impeach and convict in the Senate, he'll lose his ability to run again in 2024. He can never run again. Really? Yeah, which I did not know prior, but that is true. That, yeah. And as you were mentioning, a whole bunch of financial penalties or financial sacrifices, he would lose his pension, he would lose uh, a million dollar a year travel uh, allowance, and he would lose his lifetime 
Secret Service detail, which is probably going to be highly useful in Trump's retired years. That Secret Service detail is probably going to be pretty important. He's a multi-billionaire, though. He can just hire hire all these people. Probably privately. hire superior talent. Who knows? <laughs> Get the best of the best, I guess. Are the votes there to make this happen? Uh, potentially. Democrats retain an 11-vote majority in the House. Assume they have the votes. In the Senate... It is possible, as we'll get to in a minute, it's possible that newly elected Ossoff and Warnock from Georgia take office before the 20th. But even if they don't, you only need a few Republican senators to vote to convict. Mitt Romney, of course, signed up to convict on one charge last time. I would assume he probably would vote again, given his virtue signaling speech at the Electoral College uh, vote hearing uh, or, or vote uh, counting event. I bet you can count Mitt Romney in. Ben Sass has said he would consider Lisa Murkowski called on Trump to resign. That's sort of related to a, or maybe a signal that she might consider. It could happen. This is not totally outside the realm of reality. And impeachment is just the tip of the vengeance spear. Uh, Joe Biden <laughs> is talking about uh, passing a domestic terrorism law, federal law that would uh, expand the power of federal prosecutors and law enforcement to investigate and charge extremists. And they've already Great. said they want to. They want to focus more on white supremacists and white identity extremists. So you can oh, see how God. this process will work. You get labeled an extremist. The <laughs> yeah. You get labeled an extremist or a terrorist and you can watch your rights dissolve. Uh, the Biden transition team on Friday, this isn't directly related to this post is not directly related to the raid, but you can foresee that they will tie these things together biden is tweeting out in favor of of gun control saying he wants to go after the nra and pass new gun control laws one uh, one congresswoman is even trying to oust her republican co- colleagues simply for questioning and objecting to the state electors or the, the state election results i don't think this one's going to happen but Cory Bush, Congresswoman Cory Bush, has introduced a resolution calling for Republican members who question the election to be expelled, expelled from Congress for having questions about the electoral process this year. So this is the unity team. They never miss an opportunity to drive that wedge as much as they can and deperson their opposition. Outright just delete them from the Internet, delete them from Congress. Speaking of deleting people from the Internet, let's get through this Um. This, the, the social media purge, and then we'll take a break. I know we might be a little bit behind, but thanks for being patient with us, guys. Uh, so tr- <laughs> Twitter is leading the charge. I, it's, it's, it, remember when Alex Jones got banned on a bunch of platforms like two years ago? And I forget which one. I think it might have been Spotify that banned him first, or someone did it. might have been Apple. And it was just a domino effect. They all yeah. came after all, that. Like on then, the same day, same yeah. week. And then they all go, oh, no, 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 we we don't we don't talk to each other. We don't cooperate. We don't conspire. We don't collude. We just all decided one day that Alex Jones violated every term somehow. It's the same sort of thing that happened with Donald Trump. So it all kind of started with uh, after the, the Capitol raid on Wednesday, Trump posted this video message urging people to go home and maintain peace. But he also said the election was a sham. And then he had this great Trumpy statement of, uh, we love you. You're very special. This was the statement. I know you're pain. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election and everyone knows it, but you have to go home now. We have to have peace. 
We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. So go home. We love you. You're very special. I know how you feel. <laughs> but go home and go home in peace. And then people are latching onto that language. We love you. You're very special. Referring to Capitol. He's referring to everybody and his supporters, but they say he's also referring to his to the Raider mob people. It's it's Trumpy talk. You know, we love you. You're very special is a classic Trump quote. I get it. I get the criticism. I understand. It's not the most definitive stop the violence immediately go home type statement you might be looking for. But that started. That kind of started what happened here. Trump's uh, account was suspended for 12 hours. And then uh, and then he comes back and he tweets some more. And on Friday night, Twitter permanently bans him, citing two of his recent tweets. Did you see the tweets for which they banned him? Yeah, not not violent at all. I, I don't know why. Didn't he expressly say not to be violent? He said it many times in tweet form, in video form. I, I for all this talk of incitement, I want to talk about this later in the maybe I'll make a video on this later in the week. But the the expansion of the term incitement to mean you say anything that's controversial and then someone does violence in response. That's a very dangerous precedent. Okay, no, never did Trump urge people to go commit crime or violence. The worst example they have is he said, "Okay, now we're going to march to the Capitol, even though he said in the speech explicitly, we're going to make our voices heard peacefully. We're going to protest. He never said we're going to march there and invade the premises and kill people or something like that. That was not part of the speech. And if you want to make that argument, okay, we'll have that argument. But to, uh, to argue that these tweets are somehow violent. Okay. The first tweet was the 75 million great American patriots who voted for me, America first and make America great again. We will have a giant voice long into the future. They will not be disrespectful or treated unfairly in any way, shape or form. Then he tweeted to all those who have asked, I will not be going to the inauguration on January 20th. Twitter says these two tweets must be read in the context of broader events in the country. We have determined that these tweets are in violation of the glorification of violence policy. There is no sense in even trying to make sense of that. They just make it up as they need to. This was the opportune time to ban him, uh, to ban him. So they just made it up and they made it happen. Simple as that. There's no reason to it. There's no logic to it. So, so that's what happened there. And then the, the dominoes fall like we like we were talking about so far. Uh, I don't know, 10 or so. There's probably more counting. Uh, big tech companies have banned Trump as it stands. Facebook, in addition to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, Twitch, Snapchat, TikTok, Discord, Shopify, Pinterest. Trump doesn't even have a TikTok account, <laughs> by the way. Uh, some people have pro Trump TikTok accounts. Not all of these are like Trump personally banned. Some of them are Trump has a merchandise. People sell Trump merchandise or there's a Trump discussion group, that sort of stuff. So he, he gets banned by all of these platforms in, uh, in a domino sequence. And it's not just Trump. You have major, uh, influential pro Trump people, Michael Flynn banned, Sidney Powell banned, Lynn Wood banned among others. They're saying that this is because they've done QAnon discussion. I've not seen any of these people talking about violence uh, with the exception of Lynn Wood. I have seen Lynn Wood talking about Mike Pence getting executed and things like that. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> Lynn Wood has, has said some violent things, but I don't think that anti-violence is the reason Lynn Wood is gone. After the, uh, the, the Twitter ban, Trump used his POTUS account to tweet in part, we have been negotiating with various other sites 
And we will have a big announcement soon. While we look at the possibilities of building our own platform in the near future, we will not be silenced. Twitter is not about free speech. Stay tuned. So what happens? Everyone rushes to Parler and to Gab and to others. Yeah, so Gab is not even, let me check, but I don't even think it's working right I now. I haven't been able to access it um, the last couple of days, but they're working on it apparently. Okay, so everyone rushes to Parler. And again, but but Parler then gets banned. Gab is already banned from the Google App Store and from the Apple App Store. Well, they give that same treatment to Parler. Apple, I guess, was going to give Parler a grace period to say, start censoring people or you're getting the boot. But as far as I understand, now they've been given the boot. Can't get it in the Apple App Store anymore. And that's all fine. As with Gab, you can, there's a way to make uh, the the website, you can link the website from your phone's, uh, from your phone's home and view it in browser. It's it's just kind of a workaround it, and it functions basically the same as the app. It's not that bad. That's all fine. Assuming that you have your own servers. Gab does good for them. Parler doesn't Parler's servers were hosted by Amazon and Amazon says as of right about now, Sunday night, you're getting the boot. No more Parler on Amazon servers. So it's now expected that Parler could be offline. They're saying up to a week to basically restart their whole website on other servers. But who knows? I mean, I don't I don't work. I don't know that much about how easy it is to transfer a website of that scale from a certain server host to another. So we'll see how long that takes. <sighs> Gab is seeing. Uh, oh, and another thing about um, Parler being banned from the app stores. Parler was number one on Apple when it got banned. Really? So some silver lining to know that the demand is there. People are yeah. rushing to Parler, make it the number one app. Gab over the weekend was reporting 10,000 new users every hour. Huh. That's really significant. You can't even access it right now. Gab is saying. So that Trump account on Gab is real. I saw that claimed, but I haven't been able to verify it. I, I guess Trump well, is I on Gab. Well, I can't get on Gab, so I can't verify it. But. Yeah. Yeah. But the, what pisses me off, if that is Trump, what pisses me off about this is that he had a, a long opportunity to do this before right yeah. now. It's like, what were you thinking? We were we were all getting banned left, right, and sideways. We lost so much in our lives for him. And now when the axe is about to come down on him, he's like, he's he's not going to protect us. Now he's interested in alt media. We needed to spend the last four years kicking Jack Dorsey in the balls. And instead <laughs> he just, you know, I guess I think Twitter's going to be um kind of made redundant. Twitter is <laughs> I think this is a borderline suicidal move for Twitter because it's wherever Trump yeah. sets up shop, everyone is going to rush to follow him there, including all these journalists whose career is following Trump. And it's going to continue to be. They are yeah. going to follow Trump and make stories out of it, whether he's on Gab, on Parler. Maybe Trump launches his own new thing. But I do agree. Well, they it's a would say that he's going to be launched into irrelevancy, but they've become so obsessed with him that I don't think it's going to happen. And as long as they continue to blame him for economic and social problems, which they're going to do in perpetuity, then they're still going to be following him and interested in the things that he has to say. So. Yeah. Yeah, so Gab is promising to expand its servers uh, early this week, so hopefully some better performance at Gab. Like I said, I can't even access it right now, so we'll see as far as the purported claims for why this is happening, because you're seeing a lot of the people on Twitter doing the happy dance about this and celebrating, oh, this isn't ideological. It's just about stopping Trump from inciting violence, just about stopping Lynn Wood from inciting violence, too. Okay, first of all, you people have been inciting Black Lives Matter and Antifa violence for the last year plus on Twitter routinely. Never seem to care about that. 
Also, as soon as Trump was banned, this is just, they're just mocking us. Hang Mike Pence was trending on Twitter after Trump was banned. Not a big deal. That's fine. Don't tell me it's about inciting violence, okay? You guys have always incited violence on Twitter. You will continue to incite violence on Twitter. Uh, the the other thing they say, oh, it's all about uh, freedom of association and business freedom. Private companies can do what they want is suddenly the mantra of the weekend. Well, great. Uh, I didn't realize that we were in agreement that all of these health orders against businesses and all this lockdown bullshit was illegitimate because private businesses can do what they want. I didn't realize that we agree that a baker doesn't have to bake a gay wedding cake because private businesses can do what they want. I'm glad you guys have come around, but it's deeper than that. Consider this tweet and follow the logic. Well, it's a private I company. I incitement is even a thing. Also, well, I think it is, but we, we haven't reached incitement. There's I don't know. A, is it, uh, if you're part of an angry mob and, and you're, brain is malleable enough that somebody can convince you to commit violence on their behalf, uh, then you're pretty stupid. You're, you're, you're engaged in groupthink. You're a giant retard. And also, this is never going to be applied equally. Nobody gave a shit when Maxine Waters did it. Uh, yeah, well, even Maxine Waters, as bad as that incident was, I wouldn't say it rose to the level of legal incitement because legal incitement is a fairly narrow concept. You have to. It has to be more specific about when you do it. It's got to be imminent. You have to have. Um, God, what are the three prongs? I should know that off the top of my head. You have to have imminence. You have to have ability to do it, and there has to be likelihood that it will happen. I believe is the three. Maxine there doesn't Waters. Doesn't have to be specificity about. Also in general, that. that's what those prongs are getting at. It's got to be How very specific and likely to happen. Possibly say that Trump uh, committed incitement in this instance. No, it's not specific enough. There's no- not. Spe- all he said was go to the Capitol. He didn't yeah. say break into the Capitol and come out with Nancy Pelosi's head on a pike. Because to me, and to me, when it's that specific, conspiracy to a crime is a thing. If I conspire with someone to organize or perpetrate a crime, even if I didn't do the killing, I'm still an accessory to the killing. That's that's the thinking. If I tell someone, right. here's how we're going to do this, go do it, and they do, I'm fine with that as a restriction on speech so long as it's appropriately restrained. But that's the point in this country. It is. We're going to broaden that out to mean anyone who says something and then someone later commits violence. Okay. Suddenly nobody can talk anymore. Right. If everyone a murderer, a murderer has ever talked to is suddenly implicated in the murder, we're all screwed. There is no more speech. Well, that's why conspiracy and incitement are different crimes. I'm fine with conspiracy. You're engaged in the details of the imminent crime that's not what incitement is well i guess they're basically the same thing in theme conspiracy might be a more detailed plan but if you're sitting there if in a moment's notice even if i'm outside a, a grocery store and i say hey dude uh go in there and rob that store sneak in this door rob that store bring stuff out and he does it yeah that's I, i'm a party to that crime i would say but maybe you disagree no, no, I'm I'm with you. I just don't like the the nebulous nature of incitement accusations. Um, well, that that's the danger. That's why we have to keep it very specific and restrained. Very specific. Yeah. yeah. So as far as this private company argument, even if you take it as legitimate or genuine, which you shouldn't, uh, just follow the logic here. Melissa Chen tweeted this uh, out, and I thought it was right on point. It's a private company, so if you don't like it, you can always create your own social network, okay? Create your own app ecosystem. Create your own payment system. Create your own web hosting service. Create your own power company. Create your own country, okay? What's the only one on that list that they object to? Because we can make all our own stuff. 
But the last one, create your own country. Oh, no, no, no. That's that's way out of line. You can't do that. Well, what does that tell you? It's not about freedom of association, letting you do you away from them. It's about control. The second you create your own country, they object to that. Why? Because they can no longer control you. Whether they're talking about incitement to violence or freedom of association, those are cover pieces of reasoning to control you outright. That's what this is all about. It's about exerting control. Nothing more, nothing less. Everything else is a disguise. Well, that should tell everybody that we are already enslaved to the system and that outside of balkanization, there's virtually nothing we can do. And even balkanization, we're still going to be ruled by the federal government, the corrupt federal government. Hmm. Um, I don't know what we can even do here, but it's obvious that we cannot change the system from within the system. We have uh, no prospect unlikely here. prospect unlikely. I would agree. How, how Everybody, yeah. everybody's like, everybody's seeing that the, the, the highest office in the land can be stolen in front of our eyes and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to anybody. Yeah. So what do yeah. we do now? I think what you do is if you're serious about no longer consenting to the current structure of our government, that you get organized and you get specific in the way we described. I think that's what you do because this sort of uh, jackass mob, like we saw, that's not going to get anything done. In fact, it's just going to put more people in jail and that's, uh, that's not useful. So if we're serious about our philosophy on this, it's going to take some organization and uh, I don't know, perhaps, uh, perhaps I don't know. I'll just leave it at that for now. I won't speculate anymore or anything like that. But uh, but that's where we stand on the social media front. We're up, uh, I've got to talk about the Georgia runoffs too, but we're already behind for a break. So maybe we should take a break, hop into Georgia runoffs and the rest of the story for the night. The stories for the night. Sure. Okay. Let me reload. Sorry. Do, 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 do. Open up the treasure chest for our friends on DLive. Thank you guys for hanging out tonight. Oh, yikes. We're way behind. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Big night, huh? Yes. Um, okay. Anderson Bush. I've given up on conservatism. It doesn't conserve anything. We need a political philosophy that puts the natural law and Catholic principles before freedom. Fascism, anyone? Uh, I can't say this has never occurred to me or that I'm not sympathetic with what you're saying, Anderson. Uh, Daniel Kunkel. The ongoing attack on 1A on social media is just the start. Uh, Biden is coming for 2A as well. I suspect the radical left won't be satisfied with trampling just those rights. What's next? Um, yeah. I, I, and we always knew this is what was going to happen, didn't we? Everybody would act like we were so crazy for hanging on to your guns. You're so worried about your yeah. guns. And now they're like, oh, with the sweeping executive order, we're going to institute massive buyback programs. Um, now I'm thinking, you know, God damn it. Why didn't I buy more guns? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though I, I already bought too many. But, uh, you know, a little while back, I was thinking about buying a bunch of AR lowers on the cheap, just in the off chance things got crazy. And I balked. And now I'm kicking myself because those are also currency in the new world, AR lowers. And I'm going to be broke on that front. I was thinking about just buying tons of uh, cigarettes and bottles of vodka and toilet paper just to barter, <laughs> you, you know? Exactly. Um, Rob Dalton. I met Matt once, uh, but we never made love because we aren't a bunch of pull smoking bundles of sticks. Thanks for keeping it real and blonde looking beautiful. As always, thank you so much. Thank you, man. Uh, Thunderstorm. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United Soviet Socialist States of America and to the banana republic for which it stands. One nation under Silicon with liberty and justice for no one. <laughs> well, that's not true. I suppose depends on your definition of justice. Great treatment for some, though, who have the proper progressive uh, perspective, for sure. 
Yeah. Anonymous, the scariest people in our society right now aren't the tyrants, it's the folks who bury their heads in the sand and refuse to accept what's happening all around them. Uh, yes, that is so true. I, at least I know what to expect from people that are tyrannical. Um, but maybe I know what to expect from sheeple too. Hmm. Maybe the problem here is that I keep expecting people to be better than they are. Boogeyman 917. Lower your expectations, yeah. Lower your expectations, yeah. Yeah. Feeling rather blackpilled at the moment, but thankful for you two and this space on the YouTubes. The YouTubes. For now. For so long as we have Lord Susan's grace, but uh, I think the clock is ticking on that front. Uh, Black Magic said, Pixel knocked. Choose your own adventure. (laughs) (laughs) Friedrich Wilhelm von Steuben. Ashley Babbitt. Pro Domina Nostra. Nathan says, please get on Telegram, Matt and Blunt. I've been told to get on Telegram and I haven't abided. I will consider it. I still don't understand it. By the way, I we've are you in parlor at all? Have you signed up? Okay, but you are on Gab. Yeah. I've been on parlor for a, <laughs> a little while. Yeah, I've been on Mines for a long time too. It's at ML Christensen on all of those things if you guys are signing up over there. I don't even know what my Mines account is. I think I'm blonde underscore beast on Gab. I don't even know. I don't even know. Do you not gab? Uh, I thought you were kind of, I thought you used it somewhat frequently. I haven't gabbed since like August. Mm. I don't know. I was sick of uh, yelling into the void. I'm just talking to a bunch of people that are exactly like me. It's like, can I ruin some liberals day? Otherwise there's no point. <laughs> yeah, I get it. We'll see if that uh, is lost in the current segregation. Daniel Bennington, I'm officially blackpilled, not because of Wednesday's events, uh, but the refs at the Bears game trash call as always. Oh, wait, trash calls at night, all night. Can I read? As always, thanks for the Sandy Safe Space and thank you for the email, Matt. Oh, sure. Didn't they lose by like a million points, though? I didn't. I I I caught a little bit of that game, but. You guys aren't going to get your precious sports ball when we're eating bugs and in, in, in <laughs> at least um, you can rejoice in that when it's the freaking apocalypse yeah. nobody's gonna be playing football man that's true for at I least like a little it. while um let's say i bought pn uh i need a sandy safe space coloring book there's a merch idea for you hey <laughs> i like yeah maybe i'll have to get creative at some point i need to start my own line of flannels too why have i not capitalized yeah. on this i'm such an idiot eventually Someone in the live chat just said, Blonde has an opinion while saying women should not have the vote. I didn't say women shouldn't have an opinion. I just said they shouldn't vote. <laughs> they shouldn't be able to have any, you know, recourse, any political recourse, but using their opinion. Right. She those gets are to, distinct things. She gets to speak out, but at the end of the day, I get to backhand and we, we go with, <laughs> we yes. go with what This I is say. why we have an excellent five-year working relationship Correct. now. Yeah. Nicholas H. I don't usually, I usually don't like when people simp on blonde, but she earned it tonight. Also saw a ton of Chinese folks at stop the steal was very encouraging. That's interesting. Mm. Mm, Chinese folks at stop the steal, the silver stacking airman. You see the video of general McHenry saying, did I say that right? Uh, I don't know where you are. I'm saying Pelosi's laptop was taken by special forces during the siege. Um, I heard that that I heard that there were hard drives and computers and stuff stolen, but I had not heard that like military confiscated, confiscated them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Taylor, a Matt once stormed my capital and there was minimal resistance. If you know what I mean, I do know what you mean in your perk. Cam C crazy week. Uh, Can we just get blonde to run in 2024? Never, 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 never. I will never run for any office. It's the one principle she upholds. No women in government. I know somebody was like, do you want to run for school board? I was like, no, 
I don't want to do that at all. All they have to do is play five minutes of any number of shows that I've been on to just destroy my chances. At, yeah. at, even existing in polite society, it's over, you know? Yeah. Mr. Sunshine posting, or people are posting all over for unequal treatment for rioters. They're nuts. Like, I'm sorry more Americans didn't die that day. Sorry more people weren't beaten and stomped. People are sick, man. I know. Hmm. Otter's gonna ought. I like <laughs> Found out Wednesday that I'll be a dad. Gonna name it Matt or Blonde, depending on the gender. Dems <laughs> think it isn't. Now the girlfriend wants Matt to hold the shotgun at the wedding. Wow. Ooh, ooh, your favorite furry fans. That's so funny. That would be my honor. Um, <laughs> I would always, I, I want to participate in a shotgun wedding, but I don't want it to be my daughter's shotgun wedding. So that would be fantastic if I uh, if I were given the privilege. May you have many sons just yeah, to eliminate that possibility. Congratulations, guys. That's very cool. Rumbledore, if the left didn't have double standards, they wouldn't have any standard standards at all. They already profiled gun control, pre-filed gun control bills, HR 127. They will come for uh, all of us. We are the resistance. Long live the fighters. We are the resistance. Ain't that the truth? Isn't it amazing they're still convinced they're the resistance despite the assistance of every gigantic mega corporation that exists? I know. The resistance is broadcast on CNN. Okay, that's how you know it's not the resistance. Point one. John Andrews says one dude died from his taser going off in his crotch, giving himself a heart attack. Darwin Award. Is that true? I did not hear Seriously? that. But I. But like I said, uh, on all, all these other claimed deaths, there's so little detail. I have no idea. I need to know what those are. Insofar as they're going to lump them in with the death toll of this event. This event is really getting the coronavirus treatment of inflation, where they can plausibly claim a death. They've lumped it in without explaining it too much. I'm not saying they yeah. didn't happen. I'm just saying the explanation is not sufficient so far. Oh, what should we do? We have easily an hour of super chat here. Let's take a couple more and then we'll get through our topics and we'll come back. It's going to be rough. We'll, we'll okay. figure it out. We'll figure it out. Like Thank my you antler says, in your opinion, is there any scenario where takeover and occupation of a government facility is justified? Love the show and keep it up. Yeah. And I'd say we're real close right now. If yeah, we're not is, already there. This is what and we're getting Stag at is earlier. Just saying, like, Let's issue a list formally and then we're there. I'm saying you know? send them a nice card first. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, Christmas be, card, you know, yeah. happy holidays. Here's what we want. And then Nancy Pelosi laughs and then we storm the Capitol and it's fine. Yeah. No, seriously speaking, legitimate government is formed on the basis of the consent of the governed and it is built to uphold the rights of the people. Do we have the rights of the people being upheld? Very thinly, if at all. And do we have the consent of the governed? Uh, not Clearly. So the, the pieces are there. This is, this is what we're talking about. I know. Um, oh, I forgot to mention something at the top of the hour that was very important. Hmm. I am actually going to start making videos this week. Wow. So I have lined up. It's been a year since I have made a video. I've been on a long maternity leave. I really wish I would have mentioned this at the top of the hour. Um, but this week I am having Computing Forever on, who was just banned mm. from YouTube. I'm having Legal Man on my channel um, and hopefully Black Pigeon Speaks. So I'm going to get those three interviews out and then my channel will be banned. <laughs> Probably. So, yeah. So Watch everybody look out, look out these this week for these three interviews that I'm going to put up. Um, we're all filming this week. So sweet. Um, Pip Chat Noir. Happy New Year to both of you from Straya. It's going to be a heck of a year. Crazies. The left of me. QAnon to the right. Here I am stuck in the live chat for you. <laughs> uh, let's just do two more. David Blackstone. The next two are from David Blackstone. Our petitions have been slighted. Our remonstrances 
Remonstrances have produced additional violence and insult. Our supplications have been disregarded and we have been spurned with contempt. Patrick Henry. Mm. Also, is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it, almighty God. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. Patrick Correct. Henry. Wish our country would get reacquainted with that philosophy. There are fates worse than death. Yes. We may face them yep. potentially. And we will face them in our lifetime. And I thought maybe we would, it would be there for my daughter. And, but it looks like, it looks like we're going to face this in the next few years. Imminently. We, we are really up against the wall, aren't we? Just a couple, uh, before we hop back to the news stories again, Donald Trump watching over on D live as always. Thank you, Mr. Trump. I apparently still allowed on D live. Good for them. Although D live has mm-hmm. been doing its own censorship lately. We'll see what comes of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, D-Live censored Nick Fuentes, even though that picture of him in the Capitol wasn't even real. Did they ban him outright? They banned him outright. Oh, my God. Fucking okay. D-Live. Elephant Man 007. Susan Wiki Wiki is taking aim directly at ML Christensen. It was fun while it lasted. Good luck, Matt. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how long our friendly insider can hold the, hold the fort for us. I don't have faith that it's going to be a long time. All right. Just a few on Streamlabs. Uh, Phil says conservatives will be complaining about uh oh sorry that was left over from the last one six foot five white jesus hello no funny messages or jokes now just wanted to support you guys while the church of big tech allows me to you truly are a sanity safe space also hi to the fed reading this for approval may you step on legos for the rest of your life here here <laughs> that does really hurt <laughs> a fitting fate yeah it, that's uh maybe that's what we'll put in the letter to nancy pelosi if you agree to walk across the entire national mall of legos we will forgive your past sins and let you go on your way sergeant okay. snow ape remember apes political violence directed at an unjust government is our country's foundational value snow ape uprising escalation edition yeah we do have to be honest about that that's why i'm i'm annoyed with the disavow everything never justified crowd that's not that's not honest. That's not correct. That's just trying to score virtue points in the moment. And we shouldn't do that. Cameron says their names are Ashley Babbitt, Duncan Lepp, Tony Timpa, Daniel Shaver, Ryan Whitaker, Justine Damon, Vicki Weaver. These are the, these are the, <laughs> I guess I, these are the white people executed by the state simply and simply forgotten because it doesn't uh, fit the narrative. Yeah. Get ready because the storm is coming. Sid says, I need a motor. I need a morale boost, a boost. Everyone is cheering on the deplatforming and reciting the tired old line of quote, just build your own platform as if that fucking works. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Which I understand. I believe in freedom of association and I'll defend it, but that's not what these people are after because they won't actually let you go over there and live your life. The second you go over there and live your life, they follow you to try to change the way you live your life. Build your own thing, freely associate. That's a front for what they really are after, which is control of you. Okay. Let's hop back into the stories because we're not done with politics. I'll try to be quick here, but I I can't move on without appropriately dumping on Kelly Leffler specifically. Uh, But we'll get to the results. So first we'll go through the results of what exactly happened at the the Georgia runoffs earlier in the week. So... uh, This would have been probably the number one story of the week if everything didn't go so crazy, but the Senate will now shift control to Democrats as challengers Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff defeated incumbents Kelly Leffler and David Perdue. Leffler and Perdue have both conceded and both races were outside of the half point recount zone anyway. So this thing is done. Ossoff beat Ossoff beat Perdue by 1.2%. Warnock beat Leffler by 2%. 
Uh, whatever happened, I feel really dumb for thinking anything other than what did happen would happen. Could have happened. Here I am editing a video late on Tuesday night, looking at the results and uh, thinking, oh, well, yeah, that's pretty good. Purdue's got like a 200,000 point lead with like 90% of the vote in. That's pretty good. That'll probably be safe, which is exactly what I thought when I went to bed on November 3rd. And I'm sitting there <laughs> editing the video, having a fun time. And then I come back and I go, what the hell? Because it just shifted in exactly the same way. The, the old vertical line strikes again in exact perfect proportion to knock out your Republicans, your Republican incumbents in the Senate. And uh, this is what uh, th- this is the event that Trump called in his speech before the Capitol raid explosions of bullshit. A great term. Boom, these explosions of bullshit. And all of a sudden. (laughs) So the explosions of bullshit strike and I get it. These this gets posted on Twitter. People respond. Oh, well, that's the that's the Atlanta Metro vote coming in. What would you expect? Yeah, I get it. Those are high population counties. They precincts in those counties go as extreme as 90, 10 maybe even 95-5 for the Democratic candidate. It's not completely implausible. That's that's how these things happen. But even if that's the case, if Metro Atlanta counties and precincts dump all their votes at once and they're 90-10 in favor of the Democrats, you get a vertical rise. There's no corresponding rise for Republicans at 10% scale. Where's that? Where's that vote dump? Why can't I see that on the graph? It's not there. 5% scale, 10% scale. It's not there. And of course, once again, it's in exact proportion necessary to very thinly take the lead. Circumstantially looks fishy, but this whole election has circumstantially looked fishy. So you decide what your interpretation of that is. And the the other reality here, I, I won't say that it's, I'm not sitting here making definitive claims of fraud. I'm saying that's, fishy to look at the other thing i'm saying is that these senate candidates it has to be stated these were not particularly inspiring or compelling senate candidates david purdue received two hundred fifty thousand fewer votes than trump did that's assuming that you believe the vote counts but this is what <laughs> this is what they are two hundred fifty thousand fewer votes than trump kelly leffler received two hundred seventy thousand fewer votes than trump now is that trump's fault for questioning the process is that lynn wood's fault for saying that saying for months beforehand that this entire thing was rigged. Is that the state's fault for having an untrustworthy system? Or as I said, is that maybe the candidate's fault for not just not being that uh, compelling? In the case of Kelly Leffler, um, whether this was legit or shenanigans, uh, you can't discount that factor because she was a shit candidate. And as the results came in, when, when the results were, finished and it was clear that that uh democrats were going to take control of the senate initially i was feeling very pessimistic very down like okay this is it we're really screwed now yeah so i feel stupid for not for not predicting that but then i feel stupid for thinking that kelly leffler was ever going to save us from the communist takeover anyway as though this is a woman who stands on principle for american constitutionalism or any values whatsoever woman (laughs) <laughs> right away. The, I, the only counter I would say is my Senator Steve Daines did this exact same shit, which really pissed me off too. Oh, there are tons of pussies that are men out there. I mean, 
So Leffler shows right away what sort of senator she is and would have been, which is a totally worthless one. She said, of course, that she would object to the Electoral College vote uh, and the counting uh, on, on Wednesday. And then the raid happened and she decides that she's going to bitch out and rescind that objection. She just totally changes her mind. When I arrived in Washington this morning, I fully intended to object to the certification of the electoral votes. However, the events that have transpired today have forced me to reconsider, and I cannot now in good conscience object to the certification of these electors. The violence, the lawlessness, and siege of the halls of Congress are abhorrent and stand as a direct attack on the very institution my, objected, my objection was intended to protect the sanctity of the American democratic process. Now, is that, am I mad that she didn't object? No, that I'm not demanding that she object to the uh, electoral results. And I understand senators like Tom Cotton who didn't object based on their view that the constitution doesn't give Congress discretion over whether to accept electoral votes or not, merely the authority to count them and to certify them. That's his stance. I get it. There was dispute among senators on this. That's fine. What bugs me about this is you just showed you are not a person of principle. If you believed that those those results were achieved through fraud or through illegal procedure, then whether the Capitol was raided is entirely irrelevant. That is just an emotional appeal piece of bullshit nonsense that shows you can be pressured to change your mind on anything. Just lick your finger and put it up in the political winds. And if you think you can virtue signal your way into favor on this one, you'll do it because you don't actually stand for anything. That's Kelly Leffler signaling to you. I don't stand for anything. I'm just a slimy politician who will do whatever I think is favorable in the moment. That's what she did. And that's why after that, I don't give a shit that she's out of the Senate. That lady was never going to save us from anything. Nothing at all. So as far as uh, when Warnock and Ossoff will actually take office in the Senate, Georgia's counties have until January 15th to finalize their votes, uh, their vote counts. And then it's up to Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger to certify the results. He has until January 22nd to finish, but he doesn't have to take until January 22nd. He could, in theory, certify before the 20th, and then Ossoff and Warnock would be sworn in. What does that mean? Well, it means that the opportunity for impeachment too, a conviction in impeachment too, is in play for these guys to vote for it if the timeline lines up, which is possible. Oh, God. It's just okay. all theater matters. Yeah. And Kelly Leffler told me that like, I'm just a, you know, I'm just a participant in this show up here. I don't actually, she's just telling me I, I never actually believed the election was fraudulent, fraudulent. It just seemed like a popular thing to say at the time. Opportune time to, to say that. Yeah. God. I mean, but what do we do at this point? Do, do we continue participating in the, in the, in this process? Well, as, we as we're, why, why should we, but then if we don't, the, couldn't things just get worse? As we were talking about on the Wednesday show, I wouldn't ever advise somebody not to vote, but even though the argument is not particularly compelling, the argument is because it can't hurt. Okay. It can't hurt. So you should do it. But what we have to do, if we're going to go the reform route is we have to get serious within our States about election integrity. That means calling up your state legislators, legislators. That means telling them you want this to be a priority that you want to trust in your results. And it means making it happen. It's not uh, as much as we like to look to the federal government to fix these things. It's not really the federal government's role. It's it's your state's role to fix it. So that's what you got to do if you care about this sort of thing. 
We'll see. We need I mean, a conscience, a conscience of uncoupling. Is that what Gwyneth Paltrow said when she divorced Chris Martin? That's what we're seeking. That's what we can put in the card to Nancy Pelosi. Will you consciously uncouple with us? We would love to have your company in such a deal. No, we need to give your tax revenue to Somali migrant camps or whatever the fuck. <laughs> are those yeah. the ones here or are those the ones still in? Uh, well, I guess they wouldn't be in Mogadishu if they were migrants, but let's say, let's say Europe. Where yeah, really. We, we need to um, start up some kind of transgender initiative in Pakistan. So we need your tax dollars. No. I mean, tax dollars going to studies too. I didn't even have time to talk about this this week, but did you see the study that was published that found that even after hormone therapy, male athletes still outperform female athletes. Who could believe good thing. We gave a bajillion dollar federal grant to that one. I, I don't know that we right. did in fairness, but it's possible. <laughs> Money doesn't even mean anything anymore. Yeah. I, that That's the worst part about all of this. How prepared can we really be? We haven't even talked about Bitcoin in the last few months on this channel. Wish I hadn't sold what I had last year, but, yeah, but it's you know. so volatile. Who knows if it's yeah. going to be a store of value? And the reason that it's up so much is that there's institutional interest. Didn't we all invest in Bitcoin because we wanted to get away from institutions? It's becoming the monster that we all sought to to remove our wealth. I've been watching it a little from. bit because I was talking to the wife about this. I was like, "Wow, Bitcoin is really going crazy. I shouldn't have. I should have held what I had. I shouldn't have sold." And she's, like, "I don't trust Bitcoin." I said, "Why?" She says, well, there are businesses in L.A. that accept Bitcoin. If this was truly like a, an yeah. uncontrolled, decentralized commodity, and I say this as someone who doesn't fully understand Bitcoin, so bear with me. But her theory is if it was truly a decentralized, uncontrolled, free commodity in that way, the city of Los Angeles would never allow it to be legal currency. That would never they, they have to have their their hand in the jar in some way. You know, well, that's that's got to be true. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm really suspicious. And so now I'm like, maybe I should just cash out and buy ammo. Ammo is a, a definitely a reliable currency. It's right there behind gold and silver, possibly more value, valuable. How long until Somebody the said, Screw uh, ammo, buy weed? <laughs> maybe yeah. marijuana will be a currency in the new, in the new world. How long until what? Uh, how long until one nine millimeter cartridge is worth more than its weight in gold? We're not far off from that. I know, I know. Okay, let's talk. Uh, I got Jacob Blake. I got Ted Wheeler. We got Hoax Hay. We got Surprise. We got a little bit to go. So let's, these are all short stories. So let's get through these and we'll close out with the chat for the night. But uh, another story that would have been significant in any other week is what happened uh, in Kenosha. So we have a charging decision announced by the district attorney in Kenosha County in the Jacob Blake case. Recall Jacob Blake was uh, violating a restraining order at a woman's house, apparently taking car keys. Police were called. They tried to restrain him. He resisted. He went to reach into a car with kids in it. He was armed with a knife. Police told him not to do that. They tried to tase him. They tried to stop him. He refused and they shot him in the back, paralyzing him, but not killing him. Recall that was also the event that set off the Kenosha riots that created the Kyle Rittenhouse situation. Well, on Tuesday, Kenosha County DA Michael Gravelly, Announced there will be no charge, no charge is for the police on the scene, emphasizing Blake's resistance and debunking false claims that Blake was unarmed, confirming he was carrying a knife throughout the incident and refusing to drop it. Most importantly, he was tased twice using remote kind of tasers and once with a direct strike with the taser. So I'm going to suggest to you three attempts were made to tase Jacob Blake to get him in compliance. Very important. Jacob Blake, while actively resisting, arms himself with a knife. 
I continue to hear, I, I think I heard at uh, the rally last night, the vigil where someone again said he was unarmed. It is absolutely incontrovertible that Jacob Blake was armed with a knife during this encounter. Because Jacob Blake, yeah. in all of the times he spoke to DCI, admits he possessed a knife. So he arms himself with a knife and refuses to drop that knife. So you have video evidence. You also have Jacob Blake himself saying, yeah, I, I was holding a knife the whole time, but we're going to act like this is some unarmed, unjust, Black Lives Matter worthy riot. Uh, like all the rioters were justified. This is clearly unjust. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. This is a guy who is who is accused of sexually assaulting a woman and had a restraining order in place, went to her house anyway. She called the police. The police show up and they're like, hey, could you please stop with the sexual assault? He said, no. No, and, I And they won't. said, please. He said, I'm going to cut you if you try to stop me. And they then they then they couldn't. And we knew this prior, but the tasing too. People always, oh, why did the cops de-escalate? Use a taser. They did. In the Jacob Blake case, they said the cops on the scene said they've never seen someone less affected by a taser than Jacob Blake. They shot him with the projectiles. They directly stun gunned him. It didn't do anything. And he wasn't on drugs? I haven't seen reports that he was on drugs. But that's usually an effect. If they're hopped up, they aren't affected by tasers. Okay, so... uh, But the lie continues. Because even though the DA comes out and says, yeah, he has a knife, that's why we're not charging... These aren't old reports. These are reports on this story, on this press conference from outlets like the Washington Post, CNN and NBC and more all still saying as of uh, Tuesday, January 5th, when this news came out, unarmed, unarmed, unarmed. (laughs) He was not unarmed, but they're still repeating this. The whole point of the press conference was the guy was not unarmed, yet they still report unarmed black man. uh, Jacob Blake. But fuck Ashley Babbage. She was a crazy bitch that had it coming. Exactly. Exactly. Meanwhile, Kyle Rittenhouse, as I mentioned, uh, he, he's been out on bail since November. He was spotted at a bar wearing a free as fuck t-shirt in Mount Pleasant, Wisconsin. He, Man, that's bold. It is. It is a ballsy move. Uh, he enjoyed a beer, even though he just turned 18. But that is legal. In Wisconsin, because his parents were there. If you're with your parents, an 18-year-old can have a beer. And come on. Wait, what an interesting law. If anyone deserves a beer, Kyle Rittenhouse needs a beer. Come on. Now, this is there's another interesting wrinkle to the story. Someone saw Kyle at the bar and called the police department, Mount Pleasant Police, to report that he was violating his bond agreement. And the Kenosha County DA looked into it and said, no, no, he's not. But... Some Karen at the bar called the cops on Kyle Rittenhouse having a beer. No word on if he was wearing a mask or not. I hope not. Poor kid, man. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know what the next court date is. I don't know what the calendar is, but but presumably keep this in mind with everything that's going on right now. With national politics and uh, whatever may happen with the incoming Biden administration, all this nonsense, the capital rate, all that. We are also sitting on a scenario where the police in the George Floyd case are almost certainly going to be either exonerated or guilty on significantly lesser charges. In addition, pretty likely based on the facts, again, it depends on how good the legal team is, but Kyle Rittenhouse is not going to be a convicted murderer. We'll see how that goes. But you have these powder kegs laying around in how crazy this year is where just think of the rioting in Minneapolis once those police are let go or at least not convicted murderer. Same with Kyle Rittenhouse. All these pieces have been primed and they're going to go off this year. Get ready. 
Jeez. Tell me about Ted Wheeler's fate. Did they punch him in the face? Is that reported? Yeah, apparently. Well, it says that they they started swatting at him. Okay. So I guess it was some antifa like, duh, Ted Wheeler. <laughs> it seems like what happened. I wish Slap I thought because I hate Ted Wheeler. Yeah. So poor LeMayer Ted Wheeler um, was punched in the face. This is what this says initially. And then later it says swatting at the mayor. Um, as he dined at a local cafe, a group started to haggle him, as we'll see in just a moment. Um, and he's, as he sat in the outdoor dining area with the dinner companion. So it's fine. Um, the mayor tried to ignore the hecklers, but they eventually pushed their way past restaurant employees and confronted him. When Wheeler asked the people to leave, one member of the group started swatting at the mayor and made physical contact with him. So it doesn't really sound like he got punched in the face. Hmm. Sounds like he got, he got Antifa slapped. Okay. Well, it was a heated exchange. We, like we said, we don't have the um, footage of the alleged slap or punch, but we do have footage of what led up to it. This is what the encounter looked like. Are you comfortable? You having a good night on the town? You, you enjoying yourself? I think you need to do your job as a fucking mayor. I think you're a disgrace. I think that everybody in this fucking city thinks that you're fucking pathetic, Tevis. How dare you do sweets while people are still on the streets? How dare you? Do not touch me. How dare you? You are ashamed, Tevis. You think that we're going to forget about you? We're never going to forget you, Tevis. Ever. Ever. I hope you enjoyed a little wine. You're fucked, Tevis. Start doing your fucking job. Don't talk about it. None of that. Do it. Put it. Put it in. Tevis, none of that matters. None of that matters. What matters? You know what matters, Tevis? What matters? You need to grow up, Ted. Are you joking me? The only fucking problem that we're having here is that you are an incompetent mayor. Two absolute children telling each other to grow up and going, no, you, no, you, no, you grow up. I don't even know why this guy's mad. Is he just like, because you you didn't support us enough? Is that? Yeah, the left hates Ted Wheeler because they think he's a Nazi fascist. He's he's too right wing for them. That is so crazy. Yeah, there's a there's a little bit more. I just had to make note of that. You have done nothing in the city for whatever fucking son. Kiss my ass. Fuck you to your face. You're a bitch. And I, every time you step out, every fucking time, you are going to be made to feel like the scum you are. How is he a war criminal? Don't make me defend Ted Wheeler. That guy's a fuck. This is what happens when you collaborate and sympathize with Antifa. Uh, you know, they attack you anyway because you aren't Marks. Yeah, they don't reward you for that sort of thing. Can I get a still frame in here? Okay, when you are (laughs) this guy screaming in his face, practically spitting in his ear, but still adjusting his mask because he wants to be responsible about coronavirus. (laughs) I just love that shit. Oh, yeah, sure. I go out and beat people or oh, I sure I go scream in people's faces, but I don't want to be irresponsible. I wear a mask while I'm doing it. If it falls down below my nose, I'd be sure to put it up above my nose. I Sure, I'll punch Ted Wheeler in the face, but I wouldn't give him coronavirus. I'm not a monster. Unreal. Mm. Well, Ted definitely deserves it. It, it. it comes at a time where he's actually kind of standing up to Antifa. Last week, he had said that he's had enough of Antifa and he's going to commit to a series of uh, escalated efforts to try to control them. Maybe that's why they're pissed at him, but we'll see where that goes. Bending over to Antifa does not earn their favor, as evidenced by Ted. All right, it's time for uh, time for a little hoax hate that time of night. If I can find my sounder, here we go. And now 
how the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. You think they'll notice? Well, this week there were social media claims driven mostly by Tariq Nasheed, but there were some others as well. That this big, evil, bearded white man that you see on your screen held this black woman at an L.A. protest. He held her down to be harassed and heckled and abused and even pepper sprayed, as this photo supposedly shows. What this is purported to show is that he's holding her hostage physically and someone else is pepper spraying her face. So they, they dox this big bearded man. It turns out he works at a Toyota dealership in Southern California. Then immediately caving to the pressure, the national Toyota Twitter account says, these actions are inconsistent with Toyota's guiding principle. And by the way, Toyota responded because Tariq Nasheed tweeted at Toyota SoCal. Do you support this sort of behavior? Oh, what a douche. Didn't Toyota, he do something a few weeks ago that we were into? Tariq Nasheed has very isolated moments of clarity and accuracy. I can't remember the specifics, but he has had some. Um, it's, it's specifically on the Biden stuff. He said stuff like, does anyone actually believe that this decrepit motherfucker is the most, you know, the most popular presidential candidate in the history of the world? Those, that kind of stuff. He gets that. All right. And, uh, so, so he, he tweets at Toyota SoCal national Toyota response and says, these actions are inconsistent with our guiding principle of respect. We don't condone the conduct. Uh, Toyota dealerships are independently owned and operated, but we can confirm that the dealership, uh, the person is no longer employed by any Toyota dealership. So they got him fired. They get him fired. Mm. And then the LAPD and various police uh, entities start investigating this because this is a hate crime. We got to get to the bottom of it. So they start investigating. They look into it and they talk to the woman who was being bear hugged and pepper sprayed. And she said, Oh no, no, actually you guys got this wrong. I was being kind of heckled or harassed or attacked by the mob, but this guy actually grabbed a hold of me to physically move me through the mob away from them to my safety. He was a good Samaritan. He helped me out. In fact, I call him my hero. She says, here's what the lady had to say. Belinda says she was trying to get home yesterday when a crowd of protesters appearing to be Trump supporters called her racial slurs and taunted her about politics and the pandemic. A bunch of women and men started yelling, take off your mask, don't wear a mask, blah, blah, stop the steal. You're doing this so they can silence us or something like that. Belinda says things got violent when she flipped off the crowd and tried to leave. And I was recording them and I said, okay, please get away from me. That guy. And that's when the guy went and took his hand clawed me in the face and just smacked my phone in my face and in the process of doing that ended up scratching me in the eye. One image shows someone pulling her hair. Others show a man bear hugging her while she's getting pepper sprayed at close range. But Berlinda tells NBC4 tonight the man holding her from behind who has been vilified on social media as one of her attackers is quite the opposite. That guy, I call him my hero because that guy oh. picked me up, was whispering in my ear, telling me, going, you're okay, I got you, I have your phone, you're okay, I'm going to get you out of here, these people are trying to kill you. Okay, so that is obviously oh, not what it appeared to be. Uh, she said, this Brelinda person says she spoke with Toyota to vouch for the guy, but there, I don't see any indicator yet that Toyota has given him his job back. As it stands, he is fired. Well, what part for- of this is a hoax? So the people hoax, were really yelling racial slurs at her and stuff. I didn't hear anything like that. The hoax is the idea that that 
this guy was holding her down to be pepper sprayed. That's not what happened. And, and him getting fired. Double hoax. Well, I, it might be because I actually don't really buy her story that much either. She says she was attacked and got her eye scratched that healed really quick. Where, where's the eye scratch that healed miraculously quickly. She was filming them doing all this. I didn't hear anybody call her a racial slur. I've not heard any evidence of racial slurs expressed. Uh, and I haven't seen all the footage of exactly what happened here. So I can't tell you with certainty who was the aggressor or who wasn't, but I, I find her description odd. So first she says she was just going home. Well, if you were just going home, how did you end up in the middle of the mob? How did that happen? Like if you're just going home, wouldn't you just walk? Why would you walk through that? I need an explanation there. She says the violence or well, the violence started when I flipped them off. Well, again, if you're just going home, why were you flipping them off? And if you just wanted to yeah. flip them off because you hate Trump, why did you do it in immediate proximity to their faces? Which you were because we can see on the available footage, including footage she was taking. So why that? Uh, and um, so I, my, my hunch is that she didn't like what she saw. She went in there, had some choice words, got a little involved herself, potentially picked a fight that she couldn't finish. That doesn't mean that she should be attacked or whatever. I just don't buy the narrative that she was just strolling by one day and yeah. everyone went, a black yeah. woman sees her for a pepper spraying. <laughs> That's not what happened here. She got involved in this, I think. My favorite part is that they pulled off her wig, though, or that her wig fell off. Yes, yeah, she had a that nice purple excellent. weave. Where, do we have a do we have a shot of that? Let me see if I can find it uh, somewhere in here. Oh, there it is. There's the see. Yeah, there's the uh, purple weave. They must have ripped it straight off her head. Yeah, because it's in the not next, a weave. Ripping a weave off your head is like really painful. That was just oh, a wig it's, sitting. It's at just a head. wig. Fair, fair point. My mistake. Well, yeah, that that one looks luxurious and. This one looks like she plays football or something. I don't know. All right. Uh, well, at least I, she peeled out that white guy, though. She could have been like, and he beat me. That's, and that's then true. It yeah. She so. could have really thrown him under the bus, and she didn't. So credit where due. Credit where due, yeah. Okay. One piece of surprise cringe before we get out of here. Oh, no. And I won't abuse you surprise like last time. It was just so bad. I won't it's abuse you with, uh, you know, children... Uh, compromised children or anything like that. But uh, we're going back to the board game theme. Check this one out. Hey there. Have you heard of this coronavirus? It's going to disappear. One day it's like a miracle. It will disappear. I say I don't believe your science because I believe my God. My God. My God. God, 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 God. Look at them. They're so weird, right? Thank God you're one of the good ones. Smart. Reflective. Rational, but what if you had to prove it? COVID Deniers. A game that'll confuse the shit out of you. The game COVID Deniers looks a lot like the game Mafia or Werewolf. During the day, the players try to figure out who among them is a COVID denier. You're a COVID denier. I saw you without a mask. No, you're a denier. You you voted for Trump. You both confused. Killing on conspiracy anti-vaxxers. <laughs> Each day, one person is tested and put into quarantine for the group to find out whether or not they're a COVID denier, or if they're a good citizen. At night, the deniers come to life and band together to get rid of one of the good citizens. In the end, either the COVID deniers or the good citizens win the game. But either way, lies, deception, and hate speech ruin your cozy little game night. Our box includes... 
sanitizing wipes, our exclusive COVID deniers face masks, a ruler for social distancing, and artfully designed playing cards. COVID deniers, get ready for the mental lockdown. A Boring Game Company production. What? Great name for the production company on that one. Was this a, a PSA? Or is this like an actual thing? This Am I is, retarded? This is, again, like last time, a promotional Kickstarter video for the people making the game. Just like so the it's black, a real game. As far as I understand, this is not parody. This is serious. It's one of those, responsible for this? Or is it another gay, white ginger with a black brother? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's coming out of Berlin, Germany, though. And as maybe it's parody. This is one of those that toes the, the pose law, uh, pose law line so closely that I have a hard time telling. But again, take a guess at how many people are supporting this and how much money, if you had to guess. Is it $10,000? Not a bad guess. Uh, 6,000 bucks. So That's not 6,000 bucks too much. 69 uh, backers. 69 backers. So. And hurry, by the way, they need to get that, the pledges up to $12,000 by February 3rd or none of the money goes to them. It all goes back and the project doesn't happen. So if you want to play this game, get your donations in. Notice the premise, though. I, I love the premise that the, uh, the good citizens are the ones who all follow the government's instructions and only the deniers who don't care. They're the ones who don't believe in the pandemic. They're the ones who carry the virus. As though this is how this plays out at all, that only the good people staying home and wearing masks, they all stay healthy, but it's the rest of us who live our lives who carry the virus and get sick. As though nobody who wears a damn mask ever gets sick, even though most people getting sick report to pollsters they wore the damn mask. Okay. But, but beyond that, the, the premise is bigger than that. Uh, doesn't gathering to play this game make you a denier? Like, why wouldn't they make this a, a video game? Why wouldn't this be a PC? Oh, that didn't occur to me. You're right. If you're gathering to play this, they have the ruler for social distancing. But if you're really a good citizen, wouldn't you just stay home and play remotely? Why is this a physical game if the whole premise is you shouldn't be in physical proximity to other people? I'm so tired, Skag. What is this <laughs> world? What is this? God must be so disappointed in us. Well, maybe we'll meet him soon. That's the good news. Maybe we'll all meet him. You know, I'm starting to lend more credence to this end of days theory. Hmm. Every, every generation or every society loves to believe they're going to be the, uh, they're going to be that apocalyptic generation or the, the world's going to end for them. I've never much bought into those sorts of theories, but uh, things are getting more ominous. That's for sure. Locust plagues, wildfires. <laughs> The, trannies, uh, trannies everywhere. Good sign of the apocalypse. The last thing to note, I just did. I wanted to note this about coronavirus too, because obviously we haven't talked much about it tonight, actually at all. Uh, this week was supposedly the deadliest coronavirus week ever. The claim is forty-one hundred corona deaths on Wednesday alone. The yeah. reason we didn't talk that much about that. Why is that? Because nobody talked that much about that. This is not really headline level news, despite being the deadliest week ever of the pandemic. You have to ask why. Why is that? Because coronavirus is not presently the greatest club with which to beat Trump. There's a better club this week. Yeah. Also, aren't we in the midst of flu season that's killing zero people and normally kills like hundreds of thousands of people? I had it in the notes for tonight. For time, I had to take it out. We, again, as the data come in through the CDC, insanely low numbers of 
of flu cases in this country. Remember that prior per the fact checkers, that was all a conspiracy theory that the Southern hemisphere's flu numbers were all down. That's a conspiracy theory. That's not true. Lo and behold, the United States numbers are coming in. I saw us reporting that said, uh, in a, in a two week period in December where you usually have something like 7,000 flu cases, 38. Mm. Okay. We're talking not just like, Oh, that's weird. There was a 5% dip. Oh, that's weird. It's a quarter down. Oh, that's weird. It is virtually vanished is what we're talking about with the flu. Yeah. I'm seeing an article from a local news station. And the headline is flu season continues to be significantly milder than past years. First death is reported January 7th. And even that significantly milder. Even that is kind of sugarcoated. Like it, it, it's not a thing right now. What a surprise. Yeah. So we'll talk about that more in the future, I'm sure. But we got to get to the chats, man. Let's, uh, yeah, totally. let's see. Good on D live. Thank you guys for hanging out. Let me uh, grab a few over on, um, stream labs. Let's see. Actually, are you ready to go? I lost my spot. Sure. Uh, yes, let's do son of the wolf. Um, I'd read there was an older guy who chased himself on accident at the Capitol and had a heart attack. I've seen things saying a Viking guy was actually Antifa. I'd believe that. Yeah. I'll believe anything at this point. I've seen conflicting reports. I've also seen that he's been at Trump rallies in Arizona since 2016. So oh, really? I don't know. I don't know about the background on him. I found him mildly attractive, so I can't imagine that he was Antifa. Yeah, um, I suppose he looks like he's in good shape. Yeah. It was his chest hair. Oh, that was it. Hmm. Aurora Wright, earning my BSN. What is that? Bachelor of Science in Nursing? Sorry if I messed that up, Aurora. Sounds sounds good to me. While raising five of six kids still at home, so tired of all this stuff. Bring on climate apocalypse, asteroid, whatever, done caring about the left, right, center, feels so gaslit, lied to by all of them, hashtag beyond piss. I feel, I feel you, Aurora. That's just total apathy. I keep telling people I have adrenal fatigue because Mm. I'm just like, is so hilarious the georgia runoff i didn't even bother to look i was just like it's over done i don't care uh man they got us again the pontificating pilot first time i've gotten to watch live well welcome we put on an okay show it's pretty good he also said i just restarted my own channel do you guys mind sharing for me pontificating pilot thanks guys also matt what are you there what are you drinking there tonight uh i am drinking an old faithful ale from grand teton brewing that's what this was um two way education thinks think elsewhere because susan's gonna ban you (laughs) you're banned you're already banned check right now it's it's over um two way education thanks for what you do a lot of my viewers really like you appreciate you both some people do like us oh and pontificating pilot that was a huge donation thank you so much um and good luck on your channel well i I Um, am a bernie but i actually got a new uh i got this one too do you you like this one the new trump uh, we love you you're very special that's what i'll say to her extra lovable super chatters we love you you're very special you are very special sean mcveigh looks like freedom tunes was right right wing Chaz got shut down quick and was forceful and forceful well left wing Chaz wasn't yep yeah but they're saying Keep the opposite dying. they're saying left wing Chaz was abused and right wing Chaz was enabled somehow oh, God, this world um yukon don uh can't stay duty calls uh, thanks for what you do. Keep the faith and God bless. God bless you. Thank you. You kind yeah, thank you. Um, my mom transformation is complete. Uh, mm. Nathan Allen Pennard says, I think cat police thought it was just going to be a lobby breach, but they freaked out when they started breaking down doors to the, to the other yeah. areas. Um, Dylan Lawrence, 
watch the ultimate Q proofs video. You guys might change your mind. I've actually been skeptical, but there's some stuff that checks out quite the video. Pompeo's tweets today were suspect. I don't know. I don't trust. I just don't trust Q. I don't, I don't know. I've just, I've never looked into it at all. So it's kind of, it's unfair for me to opine either way. The only thing I could say is if Alex Jones has had enough, that makes me think there might be some kooky stuff in there, but Listen, there's nothing kookier to me. There is literally nothing kookier than believing that Washington, D.C. has our best interest at heart and is going to take care of us. That's the kookiest shit I've ever heard. Nothing can top it. Be so stupid. So stupid. Uh, Detect Priest says anyone disavowing the people who went to the Capitol on the 6th should be considered seditious. If the right does not close ranks, the left will continue to do the political equivalent of spawn camp. The right. Uh, you're right, hmm. but we cannot close ranks on the right because we have people like fucking charlie kirk and his ilk um the these neocons that are so vexing uh and then we have other people that were like ben shapiro that were just dying to get off the trump train just dying to and then we'll totally uh totally throw them overboard for minor infractions like this supposed incitement event yeah well i don't know i i'm at the point where principle is becoming far more important to me than any sort of political calculation i don't want to i'm 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 more interested in upholding principle than i am in making strategic alliances I, the days of strategic alliances to defeat the left i think have kind of expired they mm-hmm. uh they want the fight they demand the fight so it's like all right i guess we're guess we're gonna have to have it and i just don't care about making sure that mitt romney fights for me or something because he's never gonna <laughs> What do I have in common with, with somebody like that? Yeah. Uh, John Smith says the people always have the right to form a militia to fight what they believe is a corrupt government that doesn't require consensus among the entire population. And the winner goes into the winner go the spoils. Hmm. Maxine of arc. Now that the government is just going to print money to pay for everything. Can I forego paying taxes? That is the question we are all asking Maxine. I, I know that's such a simple question, but it's such a great one. And seriously, I would love to hear anybody ask AOC that question. If the government can print money, why are you still taxing us? Yeah. Explain. <laughs> Please, you have the floor. What would she say? I don't know, but I'd love to hear it. Oh, God. Vexner 3 says, The great Ben Shapiro in his podcast compared the six to the worst terrorist attack since 9-11. It's true. He did say that. <laughs> he did say that. Ugh, gaslighting by Con Inc. is insane, trying to lull us back into submission in an era where we should be anything but submissive. Did that piece of shit really say that? Uh, he did. He said it was, he's, to be fair, he said it was the worst day in America since 9-11, I think is what he said. How? How can you say that? <laughs> Tune in to find out. We've had terrorist attacks on American soil since then. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can think of, honestly, I can think of worse days this year than that. Well, in 2020, in the last year, you get what I'm saying? What is he talking about? What a subversive little piece of shit. God, I hate him so much. Are you still listening to his show? I dabble. Skag? I dabble. (laughs) What? (laughs) Stop listening to him. Don't put me on the spot. Listen. (sighs) All right, so we're going to talk about Ben Shapiro for uh, another hour. Then after that, it's circumcision talk, and then I get to talk football and video games. I know. The show everybody wants to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not okay. going to answer? Fine. Dogies and boomsticks. Uh, violence is sometimes justified. I do not believe we are to that point yet. However, I don't think that we are that far from it. I fear the incoming administration may push us to that point. I pray I'm wrong. Um, mm. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know how it's going to be avoided. Uh, Double V says, 100 right, blonde, 100% right. The riot was embarrassing. Conservatives are already at a disadvantage. We got to make every little battle count. Yes, I'm not saying that we have to hold ourselves to a higher moral standard than the left. I've said many times that we need to get down in the dirt and play their game. But if we're going to mess around like they do, then we have to make it count. This was so stupid. Disorganized. Get it together. John Andrew. Uh, the only thing I was going to say, I forget who I, I wish I could credit the person for it, but it, yeah, it, it lacked that goal too. It wasn't just the stated objective that I was talking about that you'd like to see. You write it down, you post a letter, all that. It never had an objective, even in the minds of the people who were doing it. The the statement I saw was like, it's like they broke into the house or Senate and they thought there was going to be a flag there for them to grab and run back to their base, but there really wasn't anything to grab. So it's like, what the hell are we doing here? Yeah. And nothing was achieved except for the wondrous photography. That was it. When I was in high school, some of my friends broke into this sports player's house because they knew he was gone because they watched mm. him and they didn't know what to do. And so they had a giant party in it and then they all got caught. And then a bunch of people had like misdemeanors and felonies on their records for their entire lives. Now, that's exactly how I feel. They, they just like broke into the Capitol and they're like, what do we do now? Let's yeah, take you, Nancy Pelosi. It's you look for that guy's weed and his cash and you get the hell out of there. That's what yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> you don't party like you're yeah. going to get caught if you hang around. Morons. Um, John Andrews says, we're the hackers when you need them. We need to play dirty and fight back. I hear here. Um, I do not endorse. Uh, Von Gunther says, get some parties that are cool with it. Splitting it down the middle. It's done. That way I can start saving ammo for sunsetting UN soldiers. Um, disavow, disavow, Susan, disavow. But uh, yeah, you to, to the point, though, that's one thing that bums me out too. Just even beyond um, principles, morals, all that. If you're into firearms and guns as a hobby, you're fucked. Like you, nobody's you. Can't, you can't even get twenty two anymore. Hobby yeah. shooting is is reserved for a wealthy elite now, and that sucks because I always want to make firearms and just fun shooting available to more people. As someone who wants to expand. Uh, appreciation of that right and have fun with friends and stuff. It's you're, you're, everybody's priced out. You can't do it. It sucks. Aggie jet pilot last few weeks, pushed me over the edge officially black pill. Love y'all and good luck. Maybe the black pill is what we all need. You know, this relentless optimism from the audience that Trump was going to be able to pull it off. Did you see the comments on the, on that podcast? They oh, were so scathing, like you doomer. I'm unsubscribing. You doomer fucks, blah, blah. <laughs> like I told you guys, he was not going to be able to pull it off. There was no way. And everybody just wanted to believe, just yeah. wanted to believe. Why is that belief gone? Do you guys see how totally screwed we are now? Maybe it's that, maybe that is what we need to be able to mobilize effectively. Yeah. The, I, I want to be realistic about what's happening here. I want to maintain a constructive vision and intent. We want to keep building something, working towards something. And the other thing I'll say is I refuse to let these people control my day-to-day -day mood. And I felt that I felt them affecting my mood this week where I'm like, Oh, I feel down or discouraged. Fuck that. The second that they control how I operate in my day-to-day -day personal life, I've surrendered nearly everything to them. I will not allow it. Keep focused on what matters, your family, your friends, your hobbies, Let's fight these fights. They're very important. But the second that we submit to total just being mentally defeated by them, they have everything from us. We can't surrender those things. We control those things for the moment, at least hold on to them, maintain proper perspective. Yeah. But from the feeling of defeat may emerge the strength to unify is what I'm saying. Hmm. 
Maybe. I think that people were just shockingly optimistic. Like Lynn Wood and Sidney Powell are totally going to be able to figure that. And then it's going to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court is blah, fucking blah. I was like looking around like, what the hell is everybody talking about? There's no freaking way he's going to be able to pull this off. Even if he does, he's still a swamp creature. There were- look at who he hired. Look, look at who his daughter is married to. Like, we're going to act like Trump was the savior that we all needed. He was the savior we deserved, you know, <laughs> there were, but, uh, but he didn't be able to pull anything off. There were reports tonight that Trump or speculation. People were saying Trump signed the Insurrection Act because a bunch of uh, air traffic was redirected around D.C. So that's the latest theory is like Trump is just going to militarize and we're going to have uh, we're going to kick off the real war now. Trump's going to stay in power that way. But I don't even if that I don't understand why Trump would come out. People are saying this on Twitter and stuff, not people that this is ideas floating around. I don't understand why that would happen if Trump just came out on Thursday and said, uh, yeah, I'm not fighting this anymore. And then three days later said, uh, just kidding. I'm fighting this to the ultimate extent. Although that would be very Trumpy. Trump has had a series of reversals like that in the past. Oh my God. If people don't realize that he's not playing a multi-dimensional game of chess at this point, then I, I can't help them. That, that was my problem with Q. It was all the Trump butthole licking. Maybe that was it. Trust the plan. Isn't that their thing? Isn't that what they say? Um, yeah. Laurel says in order to write such a list of grievances, we would have to organize. They're actively preventing us from organizing. Mm. That's what the lockdowns and social media censorship is all about. Yeah. I mean, people are going to have to organize on the ground and be incredibly vigilant that your groups don't get infiltrated and then you get Randy Weavered. That's, that's yeah. just what everybody's going to have to do. You need to vet the crap out of people. I've said this before, but if you have an on on the ground organization, you think it's been infiltrated. It's almost always single men. They are never married with children. So, you know, only organize with people that are married, that have families. Um, and you might be able to do some vetting that way. Um, mm. Hyder says local elections are the way to go. Like the left, we need a bottom up solution for our political position. Yet we're not going to get anywhere through the existing structure. We're, we're, it's, it's not going to happen. We, we have to build something new. Uh, I don't know how we can operate within this within this political structure. Um, the prospect is low to me, but I agree that while this is, un- unless we're going with it, unless we're going with airing the grievances and watering the tree, that's what you got to do. I think you, you have two choices there. You want to be constructive, you work within the system or you blow the system up. But if we're going to work within the system, then yeah, you got you to gotta get locally active for sure. John Gray says, we need to do more than wave a flag on the street corner on the weekend. We need to take it to our local leaders and politicians' offices every day, just like Antifa does. We've been too complacent. Yes, and that really is the problem with the right. Like We're super duper nice, and and we just want to follow the rules, and America's, you know, they're they're laws of the land, and blah, blah. I mean, this kind of stuff is what happens when people are pushed too far. Um, Filthy Nice 88 Damn blonde, why is she all dolled up? I bet her husband is in the next room with the door cracked, panting like a hungry wolf. That is. Wow. Wow. Never. Um, Lol, Matt, and I once made love in a tub of orange jello. Not a joke, just my kink. (laughs) Gay. Gay. David C. Thank you, Blonde. I'm sick of hearing from these spineless Republicans that we shouldn't do this, but when do we determine that our government is tyrannical? When do we rise up against it? I mean, shouldn't we have been rising up against it from the first lockdown? Uh, yeah. L- listen, I can sit down and make a formalized list of things uh, just like Thomas Jefferson did, Thomas Jefferson and company at least. 
and, and if you itemize those out, you get organized, you get specific. Yeah. Say, we're not doing this shit anymore. You're going to, you're going to agree to stop this and address this. Those are the things we should do. Cause if you're going to do that kind of stunt, we should all be in agreement about why I don't think everybody was in agreement about why or even what they were doing when that happened. No, not at all. Aquarius Bandmore says Pelosi was scared. Uh, shitless though. She had to run and leave her laptop behind scurrying underground, like a roach avoiding light. She's emotional now and probably drunk. Take heart in that. But she was a drunk, emotional old lady before all this too. Yeah. How much did it really change? Poker Pierce. Uh, you've heard it will happen very quickly, multiple times, right? Watch the RVM bombing at AT&T in reverse. It plays. It will happen very quickly right before the boom. Coincidence? Hmm. Maybe he knows. Maybe he was a prophet. Imperious. Matt, the problem with your proper warning theory is that the second any organization makes a plan and lays out demands like that, they'll be laid waste to by the state. They will be made an example of. Uh, yes, but they can make an example of all of us, which is why I think maybe the thing to do now is to stop paying federal taxes in mass. I, I, I do like that idea too. Uh, I think that if we organize something like that, that would be effective. Uh, but I guess with this criticism, okay, if, if the, um, if the worry is that we're going to be laid waste to by the state, what's the alternative? How do we not be laid waste to by the state? Cause I'm not saying that you give them a list of tactical battle plans. I'm saying, here's the reason why we don't accept the status quo. Not, how we're going to address it strategically. And if you give them nothing and you just start fighting, well, they lay waste to you anyway. How, how would airing your grievances uniquely make you be laid waste to, but not airing them would give you the advantage. I, I just don't, I'm not even saying that you're wrong. I'm just, I just don't understand uh, the distinction there. Uh, yeah. Um, David C says, I like the Daily Wire, but I can't stand hearing how this is the worst thing ever and it shouldn't have ever happened. They stole the election. The Supreme Court refused to hear our cases, so went. Yeah. Mm. I mean, th these are the actions of disorganized people that feel like they have no recourse, no legitimate recourse um, for the things that have actually happened to them, like they have no voice. Uh, you know, their voice is is being taken away as they're being banned on social media. People become erratic when they are cornered and then they become deadly. So I think that this was probably a precursor for much, you know, for actual violence yeah. that happens. Yeah. They can't, the left can't possibly think we'll back them into that corner until they go, okay, I like the way you guys work. I like your style. I'm in. You back people into a corner. A lot of people will do that though because of the I pandemic, which was just such an elegant plan. It was so mm. elegant way that they did this um and i see people that are supposedly conservative that are compliant on the mask thing and i'm like you're no different to me than somebody that's just straight up on the left like what difference does that does that make they're still they're still complicit in all this they're, they're still compliant uh the they're only worthless. difference i could say is as long as those people are willing for the fight or willing to fight for the right to choose i don't necessarily take mask wearing itself to be a problem but if you're trying to impose it on others and there is some of that on the right. There, there's plenty of that. But I want to be fair to people who make their own individual decision to wear it, but don't want to impose that on others. They, they do exist. Yeah, but I doubt that they're a majority of the people that are wearing masks. I don't know. I think a majority of the people wearing masks actually think and know that it's bullshit. They just want to go along to get along. That's, that sucks, too. That really yeah. sucks. Uh, Margie, we must organize. Also, please watch Laurel's video. Which way will the country go? Best video on this entire mess. Thank you, Margie, and for the plug on Laurel. Laurel does Check great Laurel. work. Always streaming before we go live, too. So if you want a little pre-show to our show, Laurel is a great opportunity for that. 
Somebody said, but didn't Blonde talk about how she understood peer pressure in Colorado? It wasn't peer pressure. It was that I, I literally could not go anywhere. I was still not wearing a mask until somebody was harassing me about it. And I was still getting kicked out of places and all sorts of stuff. I wasn't like wearing a mask when I was walking down the street and people were saying stuff to me. I like, I like couldn't go into a gas station to pee on a drive across the country. It was like the things that were absolutely necessary. I couldn't do. Um, And that situation, it's, you know, which we are going to be in. What are, what do we do about that? What do we do? Seriously. Uh, you, you try to, again, you try to organize and organize mass uh, noncompliance because the, the mask, the mask orders at businesses are a function of two things. One government crackdown and requirement, but two cultural pressure. Yeah. The reason they happen is because public will appeared to favor them. The second public will doesn't, they're gone. Ugh, I don't know about that. I don't think they really care about our will. I think this is about um, making us submissive. Uh, well, I'm, I'm saying, let's say that everybody who goes into the grocery store or the restaurant on a given day says, I don't give a shit about this anymore and I'm not doing it. That restaurant manager probably doesn't care about that anymore either. I doubt he's going to yeah. kick down his and kick out his entire clientele over masks. He might care if the state comes after him for finding the trying to find him for not forcing people to do it. But generally speaking, businesses want to cater to what their clientele wants. And if that's what we want, that's what we'll get. Oh, sneeze on doorknobs. White boogers on chairs. You guys know what you need to do. Gizmo 79. We're all turning into a communist regime. Um, all actions and rhetoric remind me of 1930s Germany. How does half of the country not see this? How do we get them to see it? Is it too late to wake people up and stop this? Where do you think the military stands? I know the military is we love you. 70% You're very special. 70% conservative. But what does being conservative even mean in this day and age? I mean, are these people constitutional conservatives uh the constitution's failed to protect us are they neocons and civic nationalists i have no fucking idea i i I have no idea what the what the makeup of the military is um i'm gonna do my best i don't know what we can possibly do yeah i mean so the question of how does half the country not see this i'm gonna do my best to try to keep convincing but the situation is so dire right now that i think you got to organize on your local level you got to know your neighbors you got to have uh you got to have your family and friends close by you got to have an emergency plan in place because we are teetering on emergencies coming our way so don't focus on convincing that guy on twitter focus on having a plan for you and yours that's that's what needs to happen right now Chemical six six six. Dear government, if you're going to if you're going to lie to me, lie better than a truck stop stripper. Truck stop stripper on her first day. Uh, Alec Urban. They need sixty seven votes to convict. Two thirds majority oh, necessary. Oh, that's that's right. I yeah, you're right on that. My mistake. I thought it was simple majority. I will have to clarify. Thank you for the clarification. Sorry. Uh, Cam C, this is fairly typical. Honestly, Republicans do nothing in power. Dems take a premature victory lap and burn out like that overweight kid who got a home run on technicality and kickball. Uh, you know, I used to think that, but the coronavirus thing has proven to me that the Democrats are much more cunning and competent than I had anticipated. Hmm. All, and then, you know, so much of the, of the right wing got on board with this too. The Trump with the emergency order. People have to think that he's responsible for some measure of this as well. Yeah. Um, the pontificating pilot. I'm pretty sure this phenomenon where these social media networks all colluded to ban Alex Jones or Trump is a violation of antitrust laws where competitors collude to influence the market. I'm positive it's a violation of antitrust laws. Uh, it doesn't matter. Nobody is going to... Is it, there, there's going to be no justice for this. 
Um, Kenneth LaRock says, I never heard Hillary saying anything to stop the violence in 2016. What a fucking surprise. <laughs> Not a lot of disavowing there, yeah. Uh, Crystal White Mustang makes you wonder how confident the elites are if they're willing to push already disenfranchised people closer to the edge on a daily basis. Um, they're extremely confident and apparently they're not at all afraid. Uh, that's troubling. Yeah. I don't want to come off like I'm encouraging violence against the elites. That's not it. But they should be they should be fearful. Just like the Attilus Jim guy is selling hats, make politicians afraid again. There used to be a, a, a very healthy balance between fear and what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Their ability to um, to affect change was was based on how afraid they were of the populace. And it's we don't have that anymore. Family. Yeah. Um, Alec Urban, Matt and I once made love in the Capitol building and wore the Buffalo furry costume like he asked. And we ended up taking the, the lectern to clean the stuff off. You know what I mean? Gross. Thank you. Parents watch the show. Jacko. Uh, black pill check scotus is conservative majority now just because they declined the election cases does not mean they will decline to hear rule on 1a 2a tech monopoly section 230 etc um yeah you know i just don't have any faith in i don't have any faith in it's it. possible they might go the right way but what worries me is if you're relying on five members of the supreme court to uphold our founding philosophy and a founding philosophy doesn't exist in the hearts of the people it has no hope. It has to exist culturally first. And if it's Amy Coney Barrett standing to stop the mob, the mob's going to have its way one way or another. Woman, uh, let me reload really quick. Let's oh, let me, Lord. Let me hop over to Streamlabs real quick. Uh, just your standard right wing death squad said, finally figured out why 2020 sucked so hard. There was no... <laughs> there was... <laughs> No day of the brick sounders. Uh, yeah, I have that in here somewhere, don't I? Or did I lose that one? Uh, I think I, no, I don't have that one in here. I guess I lost that one. Sorry about that. Phil says, uh, no more good faith dealings with our enemies. It's the friend enemy distinction from here on out. If they want our, if they want our extermination, they're going to have to pay for a heavy, a heavy toll to achieve it. Well, they certainly want us to disappear. So we'll have to see if they try it. Sister Fister. <laughs> and here gaps in the uh, dark ceremony of asphyxiation and slouching from uh, from tubid descent. The abyss regurgitation ceases its blood dimmed rhythms. I, I don't even know what that one's saying. Glowy says, I'm thinking Trump supporters were baited into storming the Capitol. My reasons known. Uh, my reasons known BLM activist was there uh, given bail already. The police force was low trump supporters defended police in several videos but are being taken down hmm. uh oddities for sure xander says when did georgia turn blue is arizona lost as well as texas next yeah it's interesting i was listening to uh, our friend frank talk about this you know it's one thing for a state like virginia to go from leans red over time to leans blue in sort of a gradual transition uh georgia went from right wing to communist overnight and it did it with the vertical line just draw your own conclusions. Phil says, uh, <laughs> I can't read this one, Phil. This I one can't. is Susan. No, this one is definitely Susan Bate. Uh, yeah, man, I have to, I, I have to pass. Um, uh, but I, I appreciate it. Phil. Thank you for, uh, for your thoughts and your support for the show. I would have read it, Phil. 
Crypto Crook says the degree of healing and reuniting is astounding so much that I've accumulated 1000 rounds of nine millimeter for training and defensive purposes, Susan. And I can't just get enough. Thanks, Phoenix Ammo. Well, thank you for patronizing them. Crypto also says, and here is a weekly reminder of Telegram-based censorship-resistant messenger. With all the censorship and eavesdropping going on, we absolutely love to have reserved channels for communication. Signal is cool to have both just in case. I will have to check them out. Glowy says, sorry, BLM activist wasn't charged or anything, not even trespassing. The, uh, the guy is in videos calling for violent revolution. I haven't seen that one, so I'll have to check it out. Uh, Phil says Alex Jones is right about Q. Rush Limbaugh is right about that. We sh- is right that we should look up Samuel Adams for inspiration. Uh, indeed. Just as your standard RWDS says people I started liking in 2019, Ted Cruz, people I started hating in 2021, Ted Cruz. What a pansy ass for calling everyone at the Capitol terrorists and saying that Trump caused it. I guess being a pansy and a coward runs in his family though. I didn't hear his, that commentary, but uh, I'm not surprised. I suppose. Phil says the GOP is structured to keep out um, the kind of people that would stand up for the American nation and the real right wing. They are traitors to the people. Maxine Waters was right for the wrong reasons to how they should be treated in public. (laughs) Well, slap war with Maxine coming soon. Polly B says they won't let us make our country, but let's do it anyway. They'll wake up one day and realize the persona non grata in the giant red swath of the country. Yeah. Wolfman says, Matt and Blonde, it is not possible to create your own payment system. It's all controlled by the major banks and government. MasterCard has a stranglehold on credit card payments. Once MasterCard doesn't like you, they are function uh, or they are you are fucked as an online business. Yeah, this is kind of what I'm saying. Like it, it is as a practical ma- matter possible to make your own payment processors. They do exist. Independent ones do. But it's just funny how building your own is never enough for these people. It goes down the line to build your own country and they draw the line there. No, you can't do that. Build your own everything but that. Telling. Ling Tang says, currently watching the Tree of Logic breakdown on what happened at the event. From what I've seen from all the photos with the Q people, I've never felt so disappointed in all of this bad idea to say people should march down there. Charlottesville 2.0 is what this is. Yeah, rightly or wrongly, that is going to be the effect. It is going to be the club to beat us all with for possibly years. Danny from Montana says, after watching the events unfold, it's clear to me that there was no difference between Democrats and or Republicans, but the letter after their name. Big Bear is right the uh homestead pill is the way it's time to learn to grow your own food yeah probably truth in that last one over there for now shade near says blonde please confirm you'll upload to bitshoot as well i'm seeing so many creators ignoring the site's existence and either uh dying completely or going behind a paywall it's incredibly frustrating matt i'm saving my question for you for wednesday it'll be my first attempt to get in well we'll catch you then are you going to bitshoot yeah. as well um, my entire library is uploaded on BitChute and Computing Forever can be found on BitChute. I think he might have the second biggest channel after Sticks on BitChute. Mm. And he's also on Odyssey. Um, Late to the Party says, Right Wing Death Squad defensively, of course, now is the time for all non-leftist support outlets such as yours financially, if at all able. We will need to build and reinforce our own institutions by ammo and train. Um, I'm not giving anybody directives here but we do already have meetup groups there's a lot of organizing going on yeah just so for, use those meetup groups use for them. b-dubs yes only to eat chicken wings not for any gun related purposes chicken wings only 
dying light of the West, the left, the politicians, the media, and others continue to do everything possible to ensure that this riot is not an isolated incident. It's almost as if they want the world to burn and learn nothing from the brief time cowering on the floor. Ain't that the truth? Semperad Meliora. The only thing worse than fascism is communism. Fascists will at least tell you who they are and what they want. Communists tell you what to want to hear, what you want to hear, so they can stab you in the back. Fascists also, to some degree, care about um, cultural integrity, hmm. Re the retention of cultural integrity. If I have to pick between a fascist and a communist government, I'm, I'm going to pick the fascist government every single time. Wouldn't you? I don't. I don't want to choose the ways in which my rights are violated uh i hope it doesn't doesn't come to that the long story occupy wall street occupy hong kong occupy usa yeah really yeah um, blippity blue hey guys i genuinely felt like i woke up to a new world thursday being validated is bittersweet sadly that mm. is something you know i'm always like what am i gonna do about the the world ending in this way the country ending in this way and then i think at least i have the satisfaction of being right about all this <laughs> at least there's that yeah Fitzburg y'all want power uh god i hope you don't get it lindsey graham remember that lindsey graham, really bit lindsey graham went into beast mode during the kavanaugh hearings which is what that quote is oh. from and he uh yeah he's he's gotten right in line on this one for sure uh chemical 666 says sorry mountain blonde i accidentally sank the boat you let me even worse all of my pew pew sticks went down with it don't worry I'll say I was hit by a flying mega hat. We gon' be rich. I know. All of my guns also just, they're gone. I don't. Check the bottoms stolen. of the lakes if you're uh, needing proper armament these days. Solar says, I have a viable way of going forward. I believe no violence and strictly constitutional. I sent you a message on Minds, but I don't know if you even checked that. It's on my Minds page at Solarth. Uh, mm. I don't know if you're referring to Matt or me, but I literally not checked Minds in like six months. No, everything is so... Uh, everything is so split apart right now and there's so many different platforms and so many things. If you're trying to get my eyes on something, please send it to my email inbox because I keep on top of that. But as far as like DMs on various social media platforms, not so much. Send it to my email inbox, linked in the description yeah. and on the website. The long story, if there were Chinese people there, I'm willing to bet they were from Hong Kong or Taiwan. Trump has been doing a fair amount to keep CCP from completely buying out those places in his trade war. That's true. Disturbed to K7. Pretty tired of this elitist culture. My mental health has worsened. One good thing is that my faith in God is being reinvigorated and I've gone from monarchist to anarchist. Happy Sunday mm. and God bless. Oh man, I'm sorry to hear that. I've heard that from a lot of the show's followers that they're in a mental health crisis and go to church, do online therapy. I wish I could help you more. Oh yeah, all the more reason to take this opportunity to stay positive and focused in our own lives because those people in DC are not going to provide us with any positivity right now. Take care of yourself, man. And I'm glad to hear you're, you're searching to do that. Ryan Cooper, current sedition laws in the U.S. Um, make making demands with force illegal. That is why no one stands up and puts their name on a list of demands. Federal law is designed to protect itself. Mm. Just That's just a matter of phrasing. You know, I, I'm not saying do this or we're going to we're going to bomb you or something. I'm saying that this is a, a list of grievances. These things should be addressed. These things should be heard. This is why. This is the way in which you're betraying the uh, purpose and philosophical basis for government. Don't make Jacko, threats. Don't, don't no incriminate. Threats. Yeah. Um, I've held conceal and carry for seven years. I've never carried this week a random road rage. Uh, this week a random road raged and followed me for a while. 
Um, my four-year-old was in the car. I went and got a P365. Now I have a boom cue in my bag. Things are going to get scary. I've, I've heard everybody has a P365. It's very popular. I have, uh, I'm, I think I've handled one once at a range, but I don't own one. And, uh, there, you know, there's a reason they're popular. So yep. I wish I had one, um, but I don't. And I'm surprised you were able to find one. Congratulations. And, uh, good Hold luck on to that. I mean, sink it. Uh, John Gray says funny how they seem to have forgotten how they knelt down to BLM when they took over the Capitol during the Kavanaugh hearings, but yet this was unprecedented. I know. Remember the, the zombie clip? Jeez. It's that that language just drives me nuts, man. Oh man, who could have seen this coming? What a shocking development! You guys, whatever, fuck you guys. We're staying in this country since nine eleven. Shifty little asshole. Swifter Braveheart <laughs> says Lexington Concord was justified and success and successful due to an active defense. Royal troops engaged in offensive action to disarm citizens. Patriots outlasted royal will and resources with home field advantage. <sighs> it's, I mean, one can only hope. Um, Saint says, I'm a little disappointed in certain believing in certain people believing that the only that only anger. Wait, hold on. I'm a little disappointed in certain believing the only anger people feel is a result of the election when in reality it's the final straw. Uh, stay safe, stay prepared and always Mozambique. I know it's like this is like this is the beginning of our anger. This is the end of our anger. Hmm. Slosher. So much of left wing thought is a kind of playing with fire by people who don't even know that fire is hot. Orwell. Wow. Logan Orr. At this point, we must try to force and bully these tyrants out of Congress. I'll be running for 2022. Let's bring back bully politics since these people can't handle being talked back to. <laughs> Make bullying great again. Go oh. for it. Eight. First time super chatting. I just wanted to say thanks for making me laugh every week. Also, zero recommended episode zero to me just this morning. Keep up the good work. She Susan, has been recommending yeah. episode zero. It's baffling. Multiple people reporting that. Thank you, Susan. She's trying to ruin us yeah. that way. I'll just show them their terrible first episode. Then no one yeah. will ever tune in again. Tom Batross says, ah, the Democratic voting pole vault maneuver. It's becoming a classic already. Mm. Um, Jenny Bath says, the black pill is the ultimate psyop. It is in the best interest for you to think that there's nothing you can do so that you accept what they're pushing. They're more afraid of you than you think. No, yeah, but, but I don't know that the black pill is making people unmotivated or accepting or submissive. I think it's brewing in them an, a, a rage. The best credit I can give to that is it it's in pursuit of constructing something. It's just the fastest route to constructing that thing is the people who buy into that philosophy. Yeah. Um, Mark Watson square hoop says Metro areas do not have to dump counts at one time. This County DeKalb, I think paused at 42% for two hours, then dump the remaining 58% at the end. Watch people's pundit analysis. Yep. Yeah. I listened to rich Barris on Frank's show and that's kind of what he was talking about. Isn't it weird that they tend to get all the counting done until like 85, 90% then they stop for a while. They kind of, one would speculate. There's some counting going on as to how many votes need to be achieved. Then miraculously those things happen. Yeah. yeah rich Barris is, uh, I like listening to him. He's got a lot of good stuff to say. Carter Vaughn, uh, no, no, thank you. J.E. says, Blonde thank saw you. on Motherland you have a new YouTube channel. What is it? No, Motherland is the new YouTube channel. Ah. Is it your old? Yeah, check I owe, out. I, 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 Carn- I am Carnival not going to be niggardly. Bernie, oh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Um, I have another YouTube channel with Critical Condition, Robin Riley, called Motherland. We talk about our babies and our pregnancies and all sorts of 
good stuff like that. So check it out. We've only made like 12 videos since we started, but we're, we're working on making more content. Um, David C says, and again, Republicans, conservatives have been talking about government taking our rights for years. But when people rise up, they say, well, not like that. How then? How do we take our rights back? That is the million dollar question, yeah. isn't, David? isn't it, David? And there has to be an answer to that. That's what's frustrating me. The answer can't be never. That's not a thing. Semper Tyrannus says, I fought in wars. Idiots who push civil war will commit millions to death. I don't want my wife to explain to my daughters why their dad is dead because I will honor my oath to defend freedom. Um, yes, it is a very serious conversation. Also, what would civil war in this day and age even look like? Oh, I think a lot I, of I it would know. be like a lot of weird digital stuff as opposed to traditional battlefield warfare. You're talking like cut people. When you talk about like cutting off supply lines in traditional warfare, making sure people can't get goods in and out. A lot of that is digital lines of communication and connection that you sever, which is scary because what are we watching right now? The severance of a lot of digital connections, which in many ways are just as meaningful, if not more meaningful than canals, railways, streets. Yeah. I mean, are we watching them already bombing the uh, train tracks? Digitally speaking, is that, is that what's going on? Stuff like that. I mean, especially because the left doesn't, they don't seem to have skills in firearms. No, but they might not need them if they can cut off everything else. Yeah. Swiftner Bravehearts as a veteran in a blue occupied city and state, I commend these immediate priorities to fellow citizens. One, move to safe havens. Two, defend and hold local elective sheriffs. Three, connect, prepare, train now. Those are excellent recommendations. That is what we tell people to do. That is why I left Seattle. Um, get to know your neighbors and start prepping. Get that freeze dried food. Get some seeds. Learn how to can and not get botulism. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Leaf. Thank you. you you actually need to do that if you're going to start canning, like really. You can't really even get canning it. supplies. We tried. We looked around town a little bit, not seriously, but I just noticed on the shelves everywhere, canning supplies gone, empty. It's like ammo. Really? God. Yeah. Sandiger, the D.C. police knew that there might be people that wanted to try to storm the Capitol. I sent you a news article dated pre-storming. Oh, mm. Yeah, there was intel circulating. And even if there wasn't direct intel, you'd think you could put that together. Big giant rally happening general displeasure with uh, the results stuff might go down be prepared that seems kind of intuitive you don't need a direct lead that someone said so on discord or something like that hey nara pretty sure the boring company is elon musk's company uh the boring games company though is what uh i don't know maybe maybe that maybe that uh, surprise cringe was so good of parody it actually got me i, I don't know might be seemed like it was parody maybe it's parody Oh. Uh, the pontificating pilot Buffalo head dude is a QAnon guy. I personally see him in, I seen him in a Trump rally in Phoenix. Really? That's what I've heard. I guess I'm not. Afraid. I have heard that too. Uh, Sean Garvey, the Boston tea party preceded the declaration by three years. <laughs> We're in the Boston tea party phase. I think they had yeah. more of a plan than. We yeah, that's probably fair. You know, and I don't mean to say that like, obviously the founders didn't go straight from, I have a grievance. Let's do this the perfectly moral way. And, write it down and deliver it on a card. I get it's messier than that, but uh, I'm just trying to think of ways that we can do this in morally and tactically advantageous and correct ways, as opposed to whatever the hell that mess was. Doc Bailey, I've been feeling extremely dark since the six watching creeping ty ty tyranny is probably what he meant yeah. to see. Um, it's unbearable. Can I just go back to Iraq? Oh, Oh boy. You're that man. That's Thank you, man. Keep the faith, maintain positivity. Always appreciate it. Watching 
in forever's channels. He's always has uplifting commentary. Um, Carl's opinion says VMix one time fee for each of you video and audio much better and easy to use. Then we can hear blonde all the time. We do have uh, to yeah, work I've, on this audio. I've heard a few things, uh, about VMix potentially. I'm considering a few options, but yeah, um, I will put them in the mix. Thank you. Josh Hovis says, anyone notice HR 127, which was introduced on Monday, firearm licensing and ammunition registration, ammunition registration. <laughs> I did not catch Yikes. that one. That's insane. Uh, how do you, what do you register an ammo? Are they going to put a serial on the, uh, are they going to put a serial on the round or something? What are they on the cartridge? What do we, how do, what do you register with ammunition? No, oh, whatever. Mr. Bites, chubby stubby on D live sent for support messages. None read. Just want to make sure you're at least getting the support funds messaging themselves. Not important. Uh, chubby stubby. Yes. Uh, on D live. Oh, um, actually I don't see any from you chubby stubby over on D live. Maybe do I need to refresh? Usually it just auto feeds in. Yeah, man. Sorry. sorry maybe chubby. the system is broken because I don't see any on, on D live. Sorry about that. Elephant man does say Cleveland is beating Pittsburgh 45 to 29. If you care about the football though, a, a Browns playoff win is like a once in a lifetime thing. So it's pretty out there. <laughs> Carry on. Black wing. Oh, two. Here's some shekels from my limpulus check <laughs> tomorrow. I'll be celebrating my 37th birthday by work. My normal 10 hour shift um and doing absolutely nothing and watch my paycheck become worth even less everybody's really positive tonight i like it happy birthday dude yeah uh youtube name i heard of q like two to three years ago and thought it was a silly larp only suddenly hearing of it again since cnn is talking about it recently is that my circle or is anyone else seeing the same yeah i do get the vibe that it's um just media fodder i i i don't really know a lot of people that are into it in any meaningful way Uh, amazing Polly. Maybe, but outside of that, I don't know anyone personally, but yeah, this is the thing they latch onto now. Now, like you have to have a thing. You have to have this fringe ideology. They'll always do it. It was the, it was the Nazis at Charlottesville. This time it's QAnon. You have to have that fringe group that you can otherize and, uh, and use and, you know, make them a, a maximized political enemy. That's what's going on here. Addies. Eric Dieter says what Trump is a mirror for the right. We see the belief in the system of patriarchy patriotarchy patriotarchy that's hard to say the left projects their lies and fears and want to destroy perhaps that that is what it is he's got us to self-reflect nuke the ice caps i got banned from facebook for talking to my sister about my cat because i said females are crazy it's a calico cat banned for three days for hate speech oh my lord wow they wanted nobody to blame but themselves that's outrageous Iron Horseman. The good news is that airsoft BBs are still available. I'll have to invest. Um, I'll have to pick them up. Yeah. Matt ends has been listening for a while. Figured your last stream was a good one to start chipping in. Love you both. Maybe we'll meet in the reeducation camp. Good luck. See you there, man. At least I'll lose the baby weight. There's that. <laughs> John Gray. Um, we know the who, we know the what, we know the when and the where, but until America understands the whys of Wednesday's events, this country will never heal. Here, here. I think that's true. Yeah, that's probably true. Talk Puppet Joe. After the election, I was thinking Joe would start a new war in the Middle East. Now I'm thinking Joe's going to start war, start a war on Americans. Well, he could do both. He could do both. Yeah, don't count it out. 
Eden R says just watching podcast zero and one the other day. And it's funny because blonde was talking about how much she loves Trump and how Trump is her guy. Oh, those were the days. Wow. Reminiscing. We've really switched places on that front. Not that Trump, not that I'm the biggest Trump cheerleader, but I would say that I'm probably more supportive of Trump than you are these days. Yeah, but I got off the Trump train probably about a year and a half ago. Hmm. It has been a little while, I guess. Eric Dieter says, now you're sounding like me. Opt out of funding our destruction. We should talk. I got plans. Nonviolence. Fight the pen and not the sword. Fight with the pen and not the sword. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, I mean, we are paying but for abortions. And that, but and you like got to gotta keep your swords handy, though, for when they come for you. <laughs> like, you don't abandon the sword, but the sword is not your first option morally. I mean, what if they try to take Emmeline or something like that? Yeah. Gotta have guns in, t- in case they try to take your children. Michael Tyler says, Biden's distributing aid to small businesses based on race and gender criteria. White men out of luck. <laughs> Thought? I mean, it might seem like it, but when organized, they prove to be an effective bunch. So it seems to have know, some equal plan- protection implications. We'll see if that one, I, I don't know anything about that one, but if, if that's legit, I would imagine that's going to the court. I have to reload. Uh, Esoterica Unbound says, when I heard the first of the digital purge, I had a vision, 100 plus RVs driving in a circle around Apple HQ in California. In case the message is too subtle, someone could play some uh, Petula, Petula, Clark, just saying. It's a Nashville reference. I got you. All right. So Michael Patrick says, if bootlicking worked, Romney would be starting his third term. It's mandatory. Recognize the system wants our silent subjugation at best. I agree. David Blackstone says the video that got computer computing forever nuked off YouTube was from October and titled, this is the spiritual battle. Wow. They're not even trying to hide it. I don't, I don't know if I've seen that one, but they, uh, sorry, you cut out what, what it's on bitch. You said, okay. Uh, Rafi Um, D says, yes, the public will is powerful, but it is wielded by the actual most powerful forces in the universe. News and media now poised for a Thanos snap of half the population. Yeah. Watch them do it. Andrew says, lost my business and fiance to this stupid lockdown. So I moved Ugh. from New Jersey to San Diego in June or South Dakota. Sorry. In June figured this is where the Alamo would be. Matt is right. Um, all that's left is principal. I lost mm. your fiance. Man, sorry to hear that. Well, and good for you for, is- for trying to rebuild, man. That is heartbreaking. And uh, heartbreaking. just all the best to you. I, I, I appreciate it. And uh, thank you for supporting and feel free to reach out anytime. That's uh, that's a rough one. It doesn't matter. Says, hey, guys, had to take a break from politics. I've been listening passively and watching the Browns beat the Steelers in the wild card just to stay distracted. Words can't express how much we appreciate you, too. Thank you so much. Doesn't matter. You've Thank been you, here for a long time. I've been, been yeah. a fan for a long time. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. Uh, sauce. So, like, we're boned. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's correct. That one is exactly right. Holy fucking shit, you guys! <laughs> thunderstorm if you're interested in gardening or learning the skill check out youtube hugh richards it's h-u-w it's just gardening no politics um and as far as gardening is concerned i like the garden answer lady she has um she's an excellent channel as well but Mm. i don't know that she talks about crops it's mostly flowers uh long don john says if you haven't had enough black pills tonight i have but i'll read this anyway the conservative australian federal government is drafting legislation that puts fines of up to one hundred and ten thousand dollars up for grabs for trolling or causing offense can we have 2020 back yeah everybody's like Ooh, 2020 is over it's gonna be it's a new year i'm like this year is gonna be so much worse those were the days um, 
Bobby Collins. Wow. The Browns are in the playoffs. The world really is ending. Blonde is right. Sports are officially gay for ending it all. I don't know what any of that means, but sports are gay. Let me reload again. I think Duvier, are- yeah, the, Blau- the Browns winning a playoff game is truly a sign of the apocalypse. Duvier Verdell, or uh, I think that's how it's pronounced. Sorry for butchering. Of all the things Blonde said tonight, why am I only offended by don't trust single childless men? <laughs> no, I'm only saying that from an FBI infiltration effort perspective. Um, they tend not to have families because it's harder to keep other people in on the ruse, you know? Uh, so typically they're single men. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Donde 2K says fascism should be more appropriate, more appropriate fashion. Oh my God, it's that time of the night. I can barely read. Fascism should be more appropriately called corporatism because it is a merger of state and corporate power, said Mussolini. Hmm. Got seven days in Facebook jail for posting that one. <laughs> oh God. Well, enjoy. I'll catch you in the gulag. All right, we caught up on YouTube. Uh, Okay, just a few. Uh, I've seen a message. Christopher Pack over on DLive to get my earlier Ninjagini. I think DLive, maybe something's going on with DLive's feed because people are saying that I'm not seeing all their chats. So I apologize for that. I'll see if we can get the system in order, but I can't see them, you guys. So I've read what I have, and we'll see if we can figure that out. My apology, hopefully we'll we'll, we'll look into that. I'm, I'm sorry if I, if I missed a few. Uh, Foximus says uh so did karen just walk into the bar and see kyle she did see kyle in the bar Um, Uh, yeah raspberry milano says all right black pill blonde i need some levity what's your makeup lineup for tonight looks great Ooh, you want to disclose um i don't know i kind of schlocked some stuff on my face and because the the lights are so bright you can't really see how terrible it looks also my low res camera um and then i put a shirt on and i'm just wearing pajama pants you heard I, it i really i got the mom thing going it's, it's really bad phil has uh i can't read this one it's uh what? he doesn't like phil says he doesn't like the ben shapiro show that's all i can say <laughs> Just your standard RWDS says, damn it all to hell. I'm a single white male, so I guess I'll have to sit out this civil war. It's just tricky to find an ultra white wing Catholic girl who hates the current Pope. Truthfully, I got stuff to improve on, which I would never have done earlier. Well, that's good. And honestly, guys, we we have time to build the best versions of ourselves, too. So men don't have to feel like like they're in such a rush. And uh, I was totally ineligible for all of my 20s. I was an absolute idiot. And uh, I don't know what age you are, but, you know, men, men have a long time. We have a, a wide open window. Don't get to 40. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure you'll be good. And. Uh, yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, that, that's all I got. That's all I got. All so right. let's, let's call it a night there. My God. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. Oops, that's, the, that's not the outro music. That's hoax hate. Where's my outro music? Hold Uh-oh. on. Great production value, as always. Here we go. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight, guys, and uh, keeping us in touch with everything that's going on, because it's too insane to even keep track of. Seriously, I'm embarrassed that I botched the uh, two-thirds Senate on the two-thirds Senate vote on the conviction. Ugh, anyway, okay. anyway, you know, you miss some, you lose, uh, you, you win some, you lose some. I can't even say, can't even say uh, cliches right now. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see if we're back next week. Who knows? Every show is a blessing. And a stroke of luck at this point. 
So we appreciate having you guys to uh, hang out with us and make it happen. If you want more material, there's more material on the audio platforms linked in the description and on the website. You can send us an email. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. Allegedly, we'll be back Sunday, supposedly, if Susan will allow it. Because if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd, it's not Meet the Press. It is Beauty and the Beta. Have a great night.